0: Hi, I'm Mariana
1: Miller, and I implore you to show me your news! Show me your news!
0: And now, coming through your speakers and into your ears, it's the gaming podcast that you all know and love. It's Show Me Your News!
2: Welcome to Show Me Your News. Uh, For those that are new to the show, I go by Yoko. Show Me Your News is the pinnacle for delivering and debating the gaming news that matters the most to you. Rumor-filled gossip, hardware blunders, or upcoming releases. If it relates to video games, we want to talk about it. Now, normally we talk about what we're playing as far as video games go, headlines from the past couple weeks, what's been out recently, a big topic, and then uh, fan questions through mail time. But today is a little bit of a different episode. We are joined by two very special guests for an interview, joined by Little Karibo and Kerbifer. I know you're very excited to hear that, but we'll get to that very shortly. Then we'll have the buzzsaw, my usual co-host, on for a little bit, a little microcosm of what we do on the show. So you get almost a full taste of uh, what Show Me Your News really is if you're new to the show. So enjoy. This is episode 74 of the one, the only Show Me Your News. All right, welcome to the first part of Show Me News, episode 74. On today's show, it's a kind of a different show because we have two very special guests here to interview. You know, we're coming off the heels of a couple of weeks ago from Yomacon 2010 that we went and did some uh, media coverage there, well, you know, unofficial media coverage, whatever. Um, so I got Cyberlink 420 here. Welcome.
1: Glad to be back. Thanks for having me.
2: And so we, uh, you know, hung out at the hotel and all that good stuff, and so... Our special guests today were guests at YomaCon 2010. First of all, we've got a friend of the show, uh, last appearance on Show Me Your News' is episode 48, uh, when this is Kerbifer. Welcome back, man.
0: Yes, I'm back again after how many episodes? Oh my goodness. Se- 70 something.
2: So many and it's like almost it's a been year. been about it's 30 episodes. Like it's been a year and still, a half or so. Is
0: there still is there still a, a debate about Meta Knight being playable happening or has that long since been decided?
2: I think they're trying to talk it over, but it's still a, it's at the point where it will never no, end. yeah, nobody's it wanting to make end. a move cause it's Just
0: just t- just tell them Meta Knight blames the yarn.
2: They'll get it. There you go. Dude that yeah. game is amazing. It
3: is. So happy.
2: What is going Cute. <laughs> and our other special guests new to the podcast, Little Karibo, creator of Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge and more. Welcome, good sir.
4: Oh, I thought the two special guests were Kobafer's testicles.
2: Yeah, yeah But dun- right.
4: Len- Lenny
0: and Squeaky, they're they are very happy to be here.
2: You named them? That's right. Yeah. No, I named them.
0: Ooh. Yeah, I was going to uh-huh. say <laughs> <laughs> that. Was, that was a very, uh, very beautiful. Se- seductive night at Otakon. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, we guys really thank you for coming on the How show. Do you think we have got
0: guest oh. stages? Yeah, totally. Ah,
1: ah, there.
2: Now it comes out. There you go. Well, we wanted to ask you some questions today about uh, some Yomacon questions. We had some uh, for you, and we also wanted to talk about your current projects that you're working on. Obviously, you have uh, some ones that you have worked on in the past, but we want to talk about the ones you're currently working on. We are a video gaming podcast. We want to touch a little bit on uh, some of your gaming likes, likes and dislikes and all that, and then we have a few fan questions for you, so... We're hoping for about an hour uh, here, and we really thank you for your time. Uh, first first yeah, first question I want to ask you regarding uh, Yomacon 2010. We know, Little Kriba, you were there last year, and I met you there. It was, it was fantastic to meet you there. And it wasn't your first uh, anime convention in America?
4: That was my first uh, time guesting at an anime convention in I got
2: America, you. yes. I gotcha, okay. okay. But uh, we want to know what the story was uh, behind Kerberford deciding to be there this year, aside from Martin uh, naming his testicles.
0: Well, it's, it's kind of interconnected because I, I went because Martin really wanted me to go. Um, I was planning on going last year. Um, I was going to see if Crows could work some stuff out and, and get me to go. And uh, it seemed like it was going to be fine, but then it's for some stuff that I won't talk about here, uh, it, it didn't work out. And mm-hmm. I, uh, I missed out last time. And uh, Martin really, really wanted me to go this time because I, I, virtually everybody was going. Right. Um, and uh, and I really would have would have hated to miss out on it. And so uh, we worked a couple things out, and I, I managed to show up this time. And uh, and next year, uh, after meeting up with Morgan, the uh, the con chair, and working with uh, Rebecca and uh, and Shannon, all the convention staff who were who were great. They were they were so so awesome. Worked really hard the whole weekend. Um, uh, Morgan uh, might have me come as an actual like a real guest next time instead of just like hi. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna be on this panel now, <laughs> which happened a couple times throughout the weekend. I had a guest pass because that's kind of how it works, but uh, right. Yeah, but I got I had an actual one that would be labeled on the site and everything. I think that might uh, that might be
4: the case for next year. So you know. Well, you never know, Kerb. You might have more under your belt next year, so you might be going regardless.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I keep my fingers crossed because that would be
4: nice. So yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Now it, it was it was great to see you there. Um, to really be honest, and uh, an honor to meet you both. Really.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great meeting you guys. I mean, uh, like Cub said, m- the main reason that he came was honestly that virtually everybody else was going to be there, and if like he was like the only one that didn't go, it would feel like almost but not quite perfect, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just yeah. I, I wanted I, I wanted to, I wanted to make sure you know that the, the at the very least. He got to experience what it was like for us the year before. Absolutely, and,
0: and it absolutely was, especially Sunday. You know, I, I was just talking about it on my blog, yeah, yesterday on my Newgrounds blog about how it, it the absolute highlight was the uh, the tail end of the the Yu Gi Oh Bridge panel. Uh, absolutely, which, between the the friendship symbol and the
4: tears and the, <laughs> and the
0: singing and ah oh, Jesus. So that was not great. so much
4: the singing. <laughs> yeah, we could have prepared on the singing just a little <laughs> more, but I mean, you know. I mean, I just assumed that the most downloaded iTunes song of all time would be known by everybody, you know? Yeah. I mean, I started up, I mean, you know, not to point fingers, but Lanny came in with Vegeta
0: and I was like, that's not the right fact, I noticed when I watched the video, Crows comes over and tries to stop him from seeing that person that wasn't yeah. in yet, and I was like, yeah. no. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> no. We'll definitely talk more about the uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Bridge Pound because that was, it was truly special, and it was, it was the last thing that, you know, we went to, and it was, it was a perfect uh, cap off to the event. Uh, Cyberlink, the next question.
1: All right, uh next question. Uh what was your favorite panel you attended that you weren't hosting?
4: <laughs> uh, we didn't really get to attend that many pan- I mean I didn't get to attend any panels that I wasn't actually hosting because I I was just I uh, it was busy, you know. I didn't get to go to the dealers room. I didn't get to really oh, check out the artists' alley until the the last day where they were packing up, so I didn't I literally didn't get to do that that much in the way of actually enjoying the convention aside from just going around talking to people. I mean, I, and I don't have a problem with that. I, I honestly, uh, before like the Yu-Gi-Oh bridge thing happened, I didn't really go to conventions. Period, because it just, I, I'll be perfectly honest. I don't know that much about anime. I don't. I'm not really that ingrained in the culture or, or anything like that. I, 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 just, I go to conventions for the people and and just hanging out. And I, that's what I got to do at this convention. And that that's what I love doing so I didn't really feel the need to go to the panels because I while I think it would have been cool to go to the uh, like the the persona panel or something like that because I love those games right I really don't know I mean I I I, I don't feel like I'm part of that I don't know
0: uh, I briefly only because we were setting up for the Yu-Gi-Oh! panel in the same room right after I went to uh, Caitlin Glass's panel mm, yeah, uh, and you know I mean I think most of uh, the experience we had outside of doing our own stuff was, was really kind of like in the green room where we were hanging out with uh, some of the other guests. Uh, another highlight for me on Sunday as well was um, was drawing with Brad Swale because he's a graphic designer. Nice. He's nice. Just Sitting back kind of shooting the shit and, and sketching different little random things. And uh, yeah, Caitlin showed up for a little bit. I didn't get to see Todd very much this weekend, but I see him like every weekend practically, so that wasn't a huge loss um and uh and then we also got together and we watched the dvd in the team four star suite uh nice. we watched the, we watched a dvd of uh taka uh takahata 101's first professional voiceover oh, that's role. right yeah oh yes and uh and brats whale and christopher robin miller who was a total bro by the way mm, uh, absolutely they uh they joined in on the fun and that was uh that was pretty cool so, so you mean you yeah, didn't most? you didn't
2: see the room in that in that suite no,
0: unfortunately, and you know it sucks because we've wanted to watch. We wanted to watch the room, and I wanted to watch Yu Gi Oh the movie with everybody, mm-hmm. and just like like rip on both of them and have a good time and laugh. Because there's nothing quite like watching a shitty movie with friends. Uh, exactly. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You want a good the- movie
1: for that? Go for the Machine Girl because it is literally the cast of Yu Gi Oh ripping each other apart for about two hours.
0: Oh is it all the same uh is it all the all same the actors?
1: S- all the same actors except Brina Palencia on the lead. It is fantastic.
0: Oh, what wait a minute. How does that work?
1: I don't know. I think Mike Center and Nicholas directed it and just brought her in or something.
0: Uh let me let me check that. Well, continue, keep to- mm. you you talk Martin. I'm going to double check that.
4: I don't know what to say.
2: <laughs> um I had i had mentioned, you know, when I met you Kurt that I was wondering if you were going to the Pokémon panel after the uh the 5D's panel and I'll, I'll just say that oh, it was uh, it was I, I, I did, did stop
0: you? For two seconds and said hey I have voice on the show do you guys want me to do something to help and they're like oh that's cool and I'll just like you know we we have our own sort of setup and everything and I didn't want to like you know kind of screw up their their whole routine and everything so Dude, like, it I, was
2: it was bad like I, I know I'm saying like you know what was your favorite part but like no offense to those people but like it was terribly run they were misinformed um they oh, yeah. they What'd said they it say? was what they say they said it was uh you know you start we you know they asked like you know what was what was the first genera- or the first games that you played, and like ninety eight percent of the people raise their hands for generation one red uh blue, and yellow, and so then they like start explaining like how to play the games. It's like we know how to play the games and they they were saying like, oh yeah, you have uh fire water and leaf types yeah. and then um what was the thing like they were talking about the other games in like generation three, it's like uh, you have leaf green and ruby red. And Greeny then they, red. yeah, you were mentioning Kerb on your on your Twitter that like you hit it when you know people like talk and interrupt the panel, so it, they just didn't have any sense of crowd control. It was it was a complete mess, so uh yeah panel well, you, wasn't much better. Yeah, that's true. <laughs>
0: well, you know what, and at the same time, like uh I probably wouldn't have been able to say much anyway without getting in trouble, so I don't <laughs> think I would have been a very yeah. helpful person involved in the panel anyway. Yeah. So it, I guess it was no good loss, but
2: I was amazed how small the Yu-Gi-Oh! panel was. Yeah.
0: Well, because it right? was the Yu-Gi-Oh! panel and not the Yu-Gi-Oh!
4: abridged panel.
2: So. Well, even even Still. so,
4: last, last year at Yomicon, the, the Yu-Gi-Oh! panel had a pretty big room.
0: Well, and also well, they had Wayne uh, that year, didn't they? I guess. Yeah, that's I true. At yeah. the same time.
4: Yeah.
0: I mean, that, that panel, the Yu-Gi-Oh! panel that we went, I mean, technically we were on that. Um, but the Yu-Gi-Oh! panel was really just for, like, the people who had been keeping up with episodes of Five Ds in Japanese, mm-hmm. I was trying really? to like, because yeah.
4: the, the the program said that it was for all the series.
2: Yeah, right. That's the
0: impression I, I got mean, too. The you know the the rare times I've ever been to like panels about specific f- series that are that are fan run, it is always like what's the latest thing and not like the overall picture. I tried to make it more about the overall picture, like I was asking questions and opening up discussions about stuff regarding the entire series, but. I don't know, people were like, oh, 5Ds, 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 5Ds,
1: and I'm like... Yeah, it right. did seem a little 5Ds heavy. I don't know Are anything
0: we, about... We five... that. Sorry,
2: guys. Yeah, we were both there. Yeah, we were in the, oh, the front right. row, so... All right. I was awesome the door was. hiding behind the camera. Did, uh-huh. did you
4: get the feeling that it was kind of chaotic?
2: It was more like, you know, I think the others were trying, were trying to, like, share what they had, uh, and then they might have been getting a little frustrated, and then the, uh, the other guy who joined, I can't remember his name. Like, For he
0: okay. had... You know, oh, uh... The guy who was
2: uh, the translator. Oh, Hiroko? Yeah. Heroku, yeah. Cool. Like, I mean, he knew a lot, too, but I think uh, maybe the others were just, like, a little disappointed that maybe they felt a little overshadowed or whatever. Yeah. But, I, like, I, I, I was, I was was, I, was it was enjoyable. Like, it was really yeah. informative. Oh, yeah. um, I got to
0: say, though, the funnest part of the entire weekend was the elevators.
2: Yes. Oh, oh, let's, let's talk about the elevators. Like, how, what was your longest wait in some of those elevators?
0: Oh, man. Um... I never had any super long waits. Uh, people started figuring out, the the I guess you could say, the, the cheat codes, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. of, uh, of getting through the elevators in the sense that, like, oh, just go up to, like, the 40th floor and then, you know, take the other elevators to go up, et cetera. It kind of, yeah, it was a little weird. It was
2: either that or, like, go down to go up or go yeah, up to go and, down and, or like, something.
0: And then the stairs were banned. It was It was pretty weird. It's funny. I
1: actually got stuck in an elevator, on like the last day where I had to ride up to the 70th floor and then back down to the ground. And who should I get stuck in the elevator with? But Christopher Robin Miller.
0: Oh. Ah, there you go. Dude's awesome. Yeah, there was uh, there was one. The the most interesting thing that happened in the elevator was there was when they had the security guards in there. And by that point we knew the formula of like people were despite the fact that the elevators were way overweight and people were not allowed to come back on them people would still force their way in anyway because I, I don't care i don't care i'm, I'm tired of waiting <laughs> there was a security guard who physically pushed a woman and her daughter off of the fucking elevator because yeah. you know, i'm gonna come on I'm gonna, i don't care They're like no i said no and then just pushes them off oh, like God. okay geez and then and then like, there was Buzz. like the
2: army guy too uh, I didn't see the army. No, he was like in like an army T-shirt, and he was like all buff. And I don't know if he was like working staff, but he was trying to like do crowd control or whatever at the the elevators too. It was...
4: My my favorite elevator moment came uh, on the Monday actually after the convention was over, and ev- everybody had gone home, and it was just me, Kaiser, and uh hanging out. And we we rode the elevator down to the lobby to go uh, get get in the car and, and leave. And uh, there was a construction worker in the elevator with us, and as, as soon as we got out. I I was heading through the door and I turned and I said to the other guys, "I am still in convention mode because I was thinking to myself that's the best Team Fortress cosplay I've ever seen because I thought I thought he was an engineer and they both looked at me and said I was thinking the exact same thing.
2: <laughs> nice. Now were you guys in like the high rise elevators? We had uh, like a room on the forty ninth floor, so we still had to.
4: You were had a,
0: over the place.
4: I had a room on the ninth floor, so I didn't really have oh, to worry nice. too much. Yeah, you could
0: take the stairs if you're stuck. Yeah, low. yeah. Um, I was on, I don't even remember what floor it was. I was on, the, I was on the low rise mm. and then team four, sure was lucky cause they were like, they were just walking distance from the,
4: uh, the right. Green. But they, they weren't lucky in the sense that they were all in one room.
0: Yeah. it kind of sucked, <laughs> mm. but, uh, they yep. seemed to, they seemed to work with it pretty well. So yeah,
2: when I mean, we did the stairs down, like for, it took like five minutes to get down and like the legs killed for the next couple of days. It was a bad idea. Um, But you know, what about the panels that you were a part of? I mean, we had actually... We had we had a panel on the Thursday, the free day. It was, like, the very first one. And we almost, like, wish that... I guess we had the room that you had the the 5Ds panel in. Because we, mm-hmm. we had, like, 15 people, and they, you know, didn't really handle it that well for, like... Yeah,
1: 15 people in a room meant for yeah. 430. No, for, like, right? 500
2: at least. It was in, like, the, the panel one. So not the main programming, but, like, it was huge. And we, like, would have wanted the, the, you know, the... More conservatively sized room. But, you know, I wanted to know your thoughts on, like, some of the panels that you guys were a part of, like, some of the, the highs and lows.
1: Um, well,
4: I really like doing the Naruto uh, Ninja Community Awards. Yeah. It, I don't cool. just know. It's
0: short, unfortunately.
4: Yeah, unfortunately, I didn't realize because I thought with me just reading out a list, basically, which was what it was, I was just reading off a list of names, I thought that, you know, I, I could pad for a while and then just finish the, the panel off with that. But it went the, the, the award ceremony. It went on for a good twenty minutes, and then they came up to me like ten minutes before the next panel was starting and told me I had to I had to end, and I was like, oh okay, I, and then I just yeah I rushed through the rest of it. But for the most part, it went pretty well. I mean, I I didn't expect such a huge turnout, and I was kind of intimidated because I wasn't really prepared. I literally had been working on the awards like half an hour before the panel started, <laughs> yeah. and uh, I rushed down with my laptop and was like, okay, this could either go really well or it could go really bad. And I was actually really happy with how it turned out. I actually think everybody took it really well, and there was a bunch of running jokes that we had going on, and it was just a really nice impromptu, relaxing sort of uh, open mic sort of atmosphere. And it was it was a it was it was nice just to not to not have to do something where I'm doing Yu-Gi-Oh bridge quotes the whole time.
2: This is true. I mean, I honestly yeah. think it was one of the funnier panels ran because it was the impromptu nature, and you, you did pull it off very well. I'm Cyberlink. You would agree with me,
1: absolutely.
0: There oh, yeah. there was a there was a plus and a minus for me at the uh the the Naruto smooth panel. Plus
2: you didn't have uh, to show uh Brawl yeah, The plus
0: that was that uh my award, well I guess it was, technically he was going to give the award to Kira for oh, best the last video and it was going to be for Brawl 3 and but then I was supposed to come up and take the award on her behalf. Yeah. Um and uh, But we didn't have enough time to show the whole thing. What I was, what I was happy about is because he was going to show Brawl Tons 3 specifically.
1: Oh. <laughs> uh.
0: So I would have had to murder him afterward. But
4: <laughs> Actually, I was going to show Brawl Tons 1. Oh,
0: you were? Okay, I would have I been fine with that. Um, oh, oh, Crows told me you were going to show 3, so I don't know what the hell he's talking about. The 3 Crows. was going to win.
4: Right, you were going to show But 1. I was going to bring you up and be like, you're accepting all this, but half, and then right before we started doing the song, I'd be like, and now here is a, a, a montage of some of the highlights of Brawl Tons, and I would have just shown Brawl Tons 1. Okay.
1: Um, so yeah. you wouldn't have murdered him; you'd just break okay. his legs.
4: We had planned
0: also to... Uh, With a wrench! To do... <laughs> uh, we planned on doing a song. We were, I was going to sing um, the the Train of Ninjas Under Pressure yeah. uh, from one of the Naruto episodes. I was going to sing it as Jim Carrey. Uh, oh, yeah. you were? Yeah, I was dressed up as, uh, Ace Ventura. as Ace Ventura, and I was gonna sing it like Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey, uh, Jim Carrey, the whole time. And then Martin was just gonna do the uh, the the rest of the characters and just go through the whole thing like that. But yeah, nice,
2: dude. Let's be honest, were you gonna have your ass talk one of the lines?
0: Uh, I was, you know, I had a whole plan to do this this like Ace Ventura mockumentary thing oh yeah and uh i was gonna I, I had actually filmed uh a couple bits of it of me going around asking people if they know about the yoma and i was gonna yeah. ask team four star and uh and chicken wings, oh, chicken wings. wow i was uh turkey legs <laughs> I was gonna ask turkey legs uh as something about it through my ass but i uh you know between the amount of time that we didn't have in the naruto panel and just uh you know, it wasn't going the way that I that I was hoping it for, so I kind of damn, that. that mm-hmm. you know. um, but other highlights, uh, like I said before, the Yu-Gi-Oh! World Panel on Sunday was was a great way to end the weekend. Uh, it was uh, it was definitely one of the one of the best that we had done. It was such a hit, and there were so many great new videos. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the season zero premiere, which, oh, yeah. uh, which I hadn't mm-hmm. seen, none, none of us had seen it, so it was it was a big surprise to everybody, um, and. Uh, yeah, so absolutely. Martin, what do you, what do you have any else thing to share about the Yeah,
4: the Yu Gi Oh Bridge panel was a was a pretty big moment for me just because it was everybody was there. I mean, I really wanted to have everybody there and I unfortunately I had to say goodbye to my girlfriend really really early into that panel, so oh. she couldn't be there for that. But uh for the most part it was uh it was a it was a really good uh a really really appropriate way of vending the convention experience for me. I it was just a shame that uh, I, I don't know. I like that it happened on the Sunday, but at the same time, I would have I would have liked to have the panel on the Saturday, just because I would have liked to have spent Sunday just hanging out with people and not having right. to worry about doing a panel. But yeah, I think the Sunday worked just because it, it 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 did cap off the uh, weekend on an emotional high point. Totally. It was
2: it was it was amazing. Um, I, I think there are really no other words for it. I was yeah. I'm not a person to to get choked up often, but it was it was powerful, man. that was a, a fantastic definitely um so that would be like your favorite moment overall or would there be you know anything else or just you there know
4: were lots there were lots of moments that that were really really awesome i mean i i i would i i would be hard pressed to pin down a specific one but getting to sort of open up in front of the audience at the Oh bridge panel was important to me and it was uh obviously uh, considering the reaction i got afterwards it was a big deal to a lot of people so yeah. mm-hmm. uh, that would probably probably be the high point
2: and it's, especially the the episode you know for episode 50 like have it you know be for the fans who have, have stuck with you for so long yeah, um yeah. especially with the uh the ace attorney that Curb you, uh you animated at the end it was fantastic yes which
0: nobody knew about fam glad you liked it nobody knew about that until like right before we premiered it and uh and it, it was kind of an accomplishment because especially like I don't Team Four Star I don't think is, like, a big fan of a lot of the stuff that I'm known for on Newgrounds, but mm-hmm. they, they got a laugh out of the, the where am I with, like, Grandpa, yeah. like, shifting his eyes around. So I was like, yes, good. I finally achieved the holy grail of making them laugh. Oh, <laughs> oh you nice. did? They, they, yeah, they, they laughed? Yeah, when, we were, when we were watching it up on the on the laptop, Lanny was, like, dying at the at uh, at the at the eyes shifting around of Grandpa. Like, right.
2: Where am I? <laughs> yeah, because I had just you recently... Uh... Well, not really recently. It was uh, several months ago. I'd gone through all the Ace Attorney games, and then I saw, you know, you titled it Joey Wheeler, Ace Attorney. I'm like, Judge Man, Ace Attorney, perfect, amazing. I I couldn't wait, like, even it, more to go to Yoma. It was kind of one. the
4: plan all along, because uh, people had always asked me, are you ever going to do a Phoenix Wright reference? Because, uh, I mean, back when the games were first uh, uh, popular, I mean, not that they're not popular now, but right. back when they were they were new, and fresh everybody was doing that joke and and it's kind of been done to death mm-hmm. and i i told people i don't want to do it just for the sake of doing it uh but at the same time by the time i get to the episode where it, where it will be worth doing it it probably won't be as big a deal and people won't really laugh as much as they would if if you did it earlier so what i always wanted to do was as it is presented in the actual episode which was Go through the whole episode without doing a Phoenix Wright joke, and then at the end, right. Have Joey objecting to the fact that there was no Phoenix Wright jokes. So that was kind of planned for like at least thirty episodes now, I think. Wow. Yeah, it's just
0: been planned for quite a while because I even remember hearing about it early on before I was mm-hmm. even considered to do the animation for it. But uh, it's yeah, it really, it really played
2: different. on the the uh, audience's tensions. That was done is done really nicely. Um, but yeah, you know, on that on that tangent, I guess we can go right into you know the current projects. And so while we're talking about Yu Gi Oh bridged. Um, you know you're going to have people who are going to be listening, to this, you know, asking like, you know, when's the next episode? What's the plan for the next episode? Can you, you know, dish any details on that?
4: I can tell you the title of the next episode.
2: Oh, that would be excellent.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's called The Death of Tristan Taylor.
2: Aha. Uh-huh. Oh, now well, you've
1: intrigued all of us.
4: Yeah, it's it's I it, I've talked about it for a while the fact that I I mean, not not like uh, very widespread, but I've talked for a while about wanting to make Tristan a more serious, more uh, interesting character and, and more prominent in the series, and uh, I with the next episode I plan to really push him and actually make him an, uh, like a more developed, more. Uh, it's really weird to be saying that about Tristan, but more of a main character, uh, mm-hmm. and and uh, and for those of you who have seen the Yu Gi Oh series when it first played out, something happens to Tristan in this. Story arc yes. that you, you may remember, uh-huh. and uh, it's going to be a significant change for him. And it's it's I I don't want to say anything else, but yeah. Yes. There- also, this episode will have uh, Masako's
0: character from the Big Five. as yes. That's right. Yeah. Es- es- mm-hmm. And uh, I'm 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 looking forward to uh, to some stuff in that one. So, so it'll
2: be more significant than uh, Taka voicing Teya
4: Way more significant. <laughs> uh-huh. than <that>
2: Ooh. <laughs> Interesting.
4: voicing Taya, is is kind of just a joke and it's there and it's going to be gone within an episode or two.
2: Okay, but
4: yeah. uh, but the Tristan thing is going to, I hope, stick around till the end of the series. Aha, uh-huh. e- even past this season, you think? Uh, you may you may be thinking of it too literally because uh, I I mentioned what happens to him and you obviously know what I'm talking about. But yes, the stuff that I'm writing in regards to his development as a character, I gotcha. will be something that will carry on. I don't want to go into too much too many specifics but right. I'm really hoping that having planned it out in advance I know that people are going to be like wow why did he do that but then I want and I want by the end of it people to be going oh my god that was interesting that was different and that was actually kind of poignant and I, I want to actually do something with the character and I I, I can't really go into any detail without ruining it.
2: Mhm. And Curve your know, voicing that
4: has a funny scene in that by the way.
2: Who does?
0: Noah has a funny scene coming okay, up. Yeah, and
2: I was just gonna mention like, you voice Noah in uh you know Yu Gi Oh Bridged. I do. Um the laugh is is splendid. Thank you. Uh, it's pretty much spot on to be honest. Um now now Yu Gi Oh season zero, you did the the pilot at uh at Yomacon, and it was a big surprise and it was um it was fantastic. Um mm-hmm the do you have is that just like an idea and you're trying to gauge reactions cuz i know you you had to play the whole you know I'm, and i'm very familiar with the whole like youtube and you know copyright and you don't want to lose the channel and all that but is is there plans for you know expanding on that or is this more just like to gauge a, a reaction and and see uh the season 0 pilot mm mm-hmm, yeah um
4: uh, it, it, it's something I definitely want to go ahead and, and do uh, the rest of it because it's a, a much shorter series right. than the two hundred two hundred and twenty something episode uh-huh. that is Duel Monsters. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, I, I, I the, th- the the main push of wanting to do it would be just because season zero Yami is so entertaining and different than the actual mm-hmm. uh, the actual Yami that people know. Because in season in like uh, Duel Monsters, he's basically for the most part uh he, he gives the moral and he's he's sort of the the uh the father figure and then in season 0 he's psychotic and he's off the wall and I I basically play him as a uh, an insane game show host which mm, was kind yeah. of was kind of the uh the idea I had going in, into that and uh just being able to push that and push that and and having that aspect of his character be more well known because there are, I mean, there are lots of Yu-Gi-Oh fans who know about it, but there aren't that many people who know about the fact that you, that Yami killed people, yeah, uh, essentially mm-hmm. uh, as a punishment for losing a game, and uh, and and drove them insane, and and just all the crazy stuff that happened in season zero and, and in the manga as well. Uh, but um, yeah, I definitely want to go ahead and, and do the rest of that, just because I, I don't know, I, I think that it's a series that deserves to be more well known, right.
2: I mean, I had, I had read the manga, and I was I was actually surprised, uh, you know, how the uh, the first episode of the anime played the uh, the conflict out with Ushio. Um, but I, yeah. I have to thank you Percy for the garbage day line that slayed me. Yes,
4: <laughs> everybody likes the garbage. For the longest time, the line wasn't even that. I changed that at the last minute. Uh, it was originally "Here's yummy," and uh, <laughs> which I just thought, well, everybody does that. That's the obvious joke. In fact, uh, the. You knew it was dead when, in the newest Chucky movie, Chucky like oh, takes an axe to a door and oh. he looks through and he says, "I can't think of a word to say." Ah. Um, uh, but uh, in in my version, I, I was having him say, "Here's Yami," just because I was like, "Yeah, he's psychotic, and that's what psychotic people." Oh, wait a minute! Uh, something else that psychotic people say that's famous, and then I thought, "Garbage Day" that's
2: perfect. Yes, mm-hmm.
4: I was excited about the season zero premiere uh, because of the 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 charity
0: winning video that Martin did a while ago. I think was that it was a good oh, bid yeah. for like someone someone could bid to uh, request a video that they would have creative control over and Martin would do it for them. And then in that video he made Yami like this very like stick twisted like weirdo stuff I love you <laughs> sort of thing. And uh and I I that one made me that video made me laugh like more than anything and uh And then I was really excited about Season Zero because I figured, oh, well, then that's probably what he's going to be like it, and sure enough,
2: he was. So uh, I was (laughs) excited about it. Cyberlink, bring up the next topic, please.
1: All right. Uh, In addition to uh, go Bridge, you've also been uh, working on a webcomic series called Plushy Doom. Uh, How's Mm -hmm. that uh, progressing?
4: Well, I mean, I've written the first 25 strips, uh, and it's just honestly, bam, the artist, she's really, really talented, but she's also really, really busy. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's just a case of getting the time to to draw those. And I understand that it's kind of had a mixed reaction, but uh, I'm really proud of the the work that we do together, and I I, I really like uh, some of the characters and some of the storylines that I have planned for it. It's, it's, Mm -hmm. It's a very different comic to what people kind of expected from the first... Eight or nine strips, mm-hmm. but uh, it, it does go to a very dark place, and uh, some people have predicted what's going to happen in regards to the uh, the initial introduction of the the main characters, uh, Teddy Bear, and uh, uh, yeah. But it, it, the first twenty-five strips have been have been written, and it's just a case of getting them drawn and put put on the DeviantArt account, which is yu gi uh, slash Abridged dot dot com.
2: Absolutely, give that a plug. Um, you've you've mentioned that you know. If you want like one thing to take off, like it would be that a webcomic? Is that right? Uh
4: no, I mean if I, if I wanted anything to take off, I would want a, an animation to take off. Oh, right. I I I've always wanted to have like a cartoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh but uh web webcomic was always like it seemed I mean working with Bam is is a treat and seeing her art is amazing, but I don't think that I write very well for uh, the comic format, I don't know. I mean, I've tried several times, and it's never really carried, it's never really gone anywhere, but I, I really like writing just dialogue and playing back and forth between characters, and I don't know, I, I feel like I can't really get, I, I feel like I, I I work better with long scenes, and uh, I don't know, I, if if I wanted anything I agree. to I, totally huh? get talking. I, I agree, I agree I, I do
0: the same thing, so I totally understand what mm-hmm. you're
4: talking about I feel like I can't really build up to a significant punchline if it's just like three panels. Right. I mean, I, I, I feel like I don't know where I'm going. I feel like there's like the, the end of the road is over there, and I'm like, well, where do I go now? I don't
2: know. Mm-hmm. Like, how many twists do you take until you get to that that point? Yeah, I get you. Um, and real quick about the uh, the Naruto spoof, um, obviously again great panel. Um, <laughs> the uh, we we actually talked to the and met up with the uh, the dangerous barks. at at Yomacon Um, yes I
4: didn't get to tow to him that much which was a shame
2: yeah and I I think he told us the story about chicken legs and all that so that was that was interesting (laughs) to hear about that Um, but as far as the uh, as far as the next one you know again people are going to ask so I might as well forward it along Um, any plans for you know that that future
4: yeah there are specific plans uh uh Uh, in mind. I've actually been working on a a specific thing for a while now, about a month, and I I keep rewriting it and rewriting it, because I've never really been happy with it. But what I've done now, essentially, is taken the bits that I liked out of the first version, and the bits that I liked out of the second version, and I made a third, completely different version, which contains all the best bits of the first two, and it, 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 it has a structure that, I mean, this is going to be really confusing if you don't know what I'm talking about, but it has a structure that works a lot better, and it's funnier, and it's more my style. I feel mm. so. It it what the code name for it is Troll Three, uh, the Quickening, uh-huh. which, because because basically, I don't know if you've seen the videos where I've been trolling people on the Ninja Bridge. I have. Long, I have. This yeah. is this is basically my PS, my piece of resistance, uh, basically of my 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 ultimate troll you might it's, say. It's
0: one of the things I have been looking forward to the most of uh, all of Martin's projects.
4: I don't mean to build it up too much, but if I, if it if it works half as well that I want it to, then people are going to be talking about it.
2: Excellent. That's that's what nice. you need. Um uh, so now for it is your turn to talk about what you're currently working on. You've obviously done a lot of different projects for Newgrounds, but one of the ones yep. you you're currently working on and uh you're showing at, you know, cons here and there, uh is Nintendo uh, to the 64th power.
0: Yes, indeed. Um, well, uh, Newgrounds in general has been taking a little bit of a backseat to uh, my animation work because, as we'll get to later, I'm working on something of a little bit more importance.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: But, uh, you know, Nintendo 64 has been in development and, and it's been in production for well over a year now, and uh, it's taken a lot longer to get off the ground than I originally thought it was going to because of a lot of different things. Uh, most significantly, the animators being very, very tied up with real life stuff, mm-hmm. and quite honestly, like I said, it's a it's a side project, and it needs to take a back seat to you know real life matters. And all of my animators are you know roughly around the same age as I am, so a lot of them are going to school, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of them are busy with freelance work, a lot of them are busy with with jobs and and real life stuff, and and I you know I can't you know put a video game parody <laughs> over uh over things that are far more significant than that so you know it has unfortunately taken a lot longer but uh as of right now on saturday november 13th mm-hmm. uh
1: i am expecting to get the last two
0: segments uh in my inbox uh by the end of this weekend or the beginning of this next upcoming week oh wow uh, there's a couple mm. segments left and then uh there's also the credit sequence which is being worked on by uh my friend cory uh cory holland holland cory holmes sorry uh cory holmes somebody else cory holmes who uh he did the waddy away at animation <laughs> uh in super nintendo and uh he is working on the credit sequence which is going to be really cool i've been getting some updates for it lately and it looks great uh so hopefully if all goes well um because Richie is currently uh, doing the coding for getting the whole thing set together so that it's uh, so that it plays correctly. Because we're it, it's going to be kind of a task to get Nintendo 64 to uh, be compiled and played normally on Newgrounds. So we'll we'll see if we can you know fix that up. But interesting. Uh, Richie's, Richie's working on that right now, and then hopefully if we can uh, we can pull it through, uh, it might be out either by the end of November or possibly like December somewhere around there. All right.
2: right. So, nice. Back if you wish to discuss, you know, what are some of the the games that you're going to be parroting in the, uh, sure. The uh,
0: the Mario sports series. I won't say what sport we mm-hmm. did. Um, as uh punch out, which is one of the ones that I'm waiting on. Uh, my friend, uh, Doran Matthews is, uh, cleaning it up and Mike Rocco uh, was the animator on that, uh, legend of Zelda Majora's mask, star Fox 64. Uh, two games that were supposed to be in the in Super Nintendo, but they had to be cut due to time: uh, Earthbound and uh, Bomberman. Excellent. And uh, <laughs> one that uh, Martin voiced in that I, I ah. thought was funny. Uh, I, he's he's voiced a couple characters in it, but he's uh, there's an F Zero <laughs> segment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, that's one of my favorites. It was done by. Uh, uh Tyson Hees who most people know for uh boxer the, hockey the webcomic boxer hockey and he is an incredible right. animator. So he did a bang up job on that one and uh and there are some other ones that I won't spoil uh if right. if you guys went to the uh the, the screening at uh Anime Evolution which was this past August you saw all of the games that were in it and there were some fun little surprises in there but I won't I won't spoil it for the people who uh, who haven't seen it. And uh and also um I can say that at the NPC convention, the New Pulse uh, Gaming Society convention in uh, New Pulse, New York, which is going to be next weekend. On Sunday, I have a panel. Uh, I'm a guest at that convention thanks to Ishtar, who is probably listening to this right now. Uh, and I will be screening a, a preview of it, of all the animation that I have so far. So, And that was my fire alarm being really loud. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's the status with uh, Nintendo 64. Excellent. Uh, yes.
2: Cyberlink, the next one?
1: Uh, obviously, in addition to your anime stuff, you've also done some voiceover, and probably the biggest one that people would recognize you for is the voice of uh, Corey on uh, Pokemon anime. Could you tell us a little bit about that?
0: <laughs> well, it's funny that you say recognize, because uh, whenever I go to... Even like like Yomicon, I did this a couple times. Uh, whenever I see Pokemon cosplayers... I always say, hey, oh, great costume. And I, you know, I, I take a picture, and they're cool. And I'm like, hey, uh, do you watch the show still? And they're like, no. <laughs> so, you know, because uh. an, an, occasion, an occasion will be like, you know, oh, uh, do you, uh, you know, or if they have seen the show, I'll explain to them. Oh, do you remember a character named Corey? And they're like, I think so, you know. Or, like, if they haven't seen the show, I'll say, oh, I voiced a character on it. And, and they're like, oh, what character were you? And, like, did you see the five episodes where – lyra from Hardcore because they'll know who lyra is because they all play the video games yeah yeah i'm like yeah an episode where lyra joins up with ash and company for like five episodes and they're like yeah i think so i'm like yeah she had like this friend of hers who was like a pokemon breeder and he had a totodile yeah i voiced that guy and they're like oh my god that's so cool and that's and that means a lot because i mean i i'm a fan of pokemon as well i always have and i grew up Mm -hmm. with it for when it first came over to the us and uh, so it's cool to to kind of geek out with some of the other fans at conventions and whatnot um it's been cool i mean like his episodes aired back in uh back in march right um and they still repeat on cartoon network every so often we're we're past that season now we're into the uh snow league victors uh season uh oh my
2: goodness how many is it so
0: i was on I season like 11 th- season 13 i think is what it is yeah they're, I was... they're in
2: the teens now
0: yeah so uh so yeah but i mean you know and and i think they aired in, in england recently they aired in canada a little while ago, I believe. So uh, you know, I it was it was such an honor. And uh and hopefully I'll get to come back because you know, uh, there's obviously always new characters on Pokemon all the time. Mm-hmm. So you right. know, maybe I'll, I'll get somebody else someday.
2: Yeah, I hadn't watched it since like the start of Advanced or something like that, but I, I made sure to watch each one and it was dude, it was surreal, like hearing your voice there. It was very well done.
0: <sighs> yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm very proud of uh of my performance on that, I thought I did a decent job. So.
2: Mm-hmm. So you know, hopefully, I mean, obviously you can't talk because of NDAs and all that. But hopefully, you have uh, you know more opportunities opening for you. That that'd be amazing.
0: Yeah, that would be pretty cool. So we'll see what happens. Mm.
2: And so you you mentioned earlier that you know you're in your senior year of school. Um, gosh, I can't even remember. It's it's somewhere in New York, yeah.
1: SVA.
0: Yes, it's the School of Visual Arts mm-hmm. in New York City. It's a really expensive college. <laughs> uh,
2: you're doing your senior thesis. I am. And um I I don't think you I don't think you've actually like, you know, detailed too much about it, but you know, whatever you want to talk about it, uh, you know, feel free. Sure.
0: I'm actually working on it right this second. Uh I am uh, I'm animating a 6-minute long uh fully animated film. This is not going to be like uh some of the stuff that people are used to seeing of mine on Newgrounds. This is real animation. This is real drawings. This is real stuff that I'm putting like 110 percent of my artistic effort into uh usually when i do stuff on newgrounds i put all my effort as far as writing goes because i think that's what i excel at as far as the animation world is that i think I'm, I'm better as an overall creator and a director and a writer as opposed to literally making the cartoon and animating because i mean when i work with people on the m64 uh, on the nintendo collabs in general i mean you know i work with animators who are far far better artists than i am uh, when it comes to drawing and animating, and also they they write and and create their own stuff as well so it 's not to discredit them in that sense but mm-hmm. i 'm much better at, at uh at you know overseeing a team of animators that's that 's what i think I, I excel at more than anything and having a grandiose vision of, of of something and this uh this film is kind of my ultimate grandiose vision if you could if, if that makes sense uh it 's based on a on a serious concept that i 've been working on for I don't even exaggerate when I say over 10 years of my wow. life. And uh I've I've never made oh I s- sort of have made little things here and there but nothing like really complete like really solid material with these characters and with this universe and this and the series concept and everything. Mm-hmm. So this this thesis film that I'm doing right now is kind of serving uh as a pilot in a way. It's not uh an official pilot because there are very Specific things that go into making one of those um but it's serving the uh, the same idea as a pilot in the sense that it's uh it's like a random episode of uh you know of of like what the here's the characters here's the world they live in this is what they would do you know this is kind of like just an example of of how a show would be like if they were in a show right um and uh and I'm really really proud of it i i've been I've been working on it nonstop for the last several months. Uh, I have all of the key drawings done, and I'm currently working on the, the main animation. I have some people working on backgrounds with me, including some that have worked on uh, the Nintendo Collabs. And uh, Bam, who draws uh, uh, Plushy Gym oh, with yeah. Mark, uh, is also going to be helping me out with it, I just found out. So that's really cool, and she, she, she's really liked it as well. Everybody I've shown it to so far has gotten a pretty big kick out of it, so I think I'm... Hey, what the- is she helping you with? Uh, she's going to be helping me with backgrounds, which are quick and easy to do. Oh, so.
4: awesome.
0: yeah and uh what else um also the voice i can talk about the voice cast a little bit i'll be voicing a character in it um cory holland who uh i mistook for cory holmes earlier when i was screwing his name up uh cory holland who you guys know is the voice of sonic uh as the voice of the phone ringing
2: yeah sorry about <laughs> uh, that love that was, voice
0: he was the voice of sonic in brawl taunts the i'm too cheap uh oh, he's okay. a brilliant actor from baltimore uh he not baltimore from uh, maryland my bad uh he uh he's voicing another character as well as uh Mariana Miller who mm-hmm. uh is a professional actress from LA she's voiced in a lot of anime and video games before she's been an old friend of mine she's voicing a character in it and uh Chris Zito who you guys know as Meat on Parody Rangers and he was uh Bowser and Falco and other various characters in the Nintendo Collabs uh and he's uh currently in San Francisco Studying to do uh, video game design, and and uh, he's going to be coming back to visit in December, and I'll be recording his voice for the series then. And I might have some other people on board uh, as the villain characters. Those are the bad. Those are the good guys that I just mentioned mm-hmm. the act for. But the bad guys uh, might be voiced by some people that you have heard of on YouTube. Possibly, we'll see about that. Okay. And, uh, mm. and yeah, so that's the current status with it. Um, I can't reveal what anything about the content until it's done. Right. Uh and I and I actually don't know if it's gonna be online because I don't know if I'm gonna be either screening it at festivals, in which case I'll have to keep it yeah. off uh off of the internet. Um and uh you know. Um but but look out for it. There will be more details as I get closer All to right. uh to, to May when, when it will be finished. So uh yeah, was that long winded enough of an answer for you? No, that's perfectly <laughs> well, that's fine. <laughs> um you're
2: really really best of luck on it. It's I under, totally understand how important it is. Um I just finished, you know, graduating from from uh, college myself, so I had a okay. kind of a senior thesis of my own, so I I totally get you there. But really best of luck on it.
0: Thank you. Yeah. All
2: right, so, you know, Show Me Your News is a gaming podcast for those that are new listeners, I suppose. So, you know, we like to talk about, you know, game gaming topics. Like, first of all, you know, what are you guys uh currently playing if anything? If you if you have time at all that is.
4: Left for dead.
2: Left for oh, yeah. dead on Steam, right?
4: Yes, lots of Left 4 Dead right now. Also Fallout New Vegas a little bit. Uh I just finished Professor Layton and the Unwound Future which made me cry. Thanks. Uh, uh not much else. I want to get that game uh Enslaved Odyssey to the West. Oh yeah. Um but I'm waiting for it to go down in price. Mhm. Uh otherwise not much.
2: Right. Uh what did you think about Fallout New Vegas? Or, for, well, from what you played.
4: I played like an hour of it, so I don't mm-hmm. really know.
2: I gotcha. Uh, let's see, but you know, Left for Dead on Steam. You said that you you had like maxed out your friends list.
4: Yeah, I maxed out my friends list, which really sucks because I I I would really like to uh, get, play with as many people as possible because I, I'm addicted. I'm a, I'm really addicted to Left for Dead. I did not expect to be because well, I don't know why I didn't expect to be because I I, th- I guess it's because I have an aversion to faster zombies, but Left for Dead is just. The way the characters interact and the way they react, the react to things around them, and it just feels like an actual cohesive story with, with like believable. Like it's the first time that I've ever been this invested with a group of people who are just shooting things. I've never felt uh, any kind of connection like this before with, with, with characters in a first-person shooter game. You know, I mean, right. I, I felt this connection with, RP, with RPG characters. I felt this connection with, with. Uh, with, with characters in, in games that focus more on the story, but this is the first game where the story is literally literally get from point A to point B and kill as many things as possible, where I've actually really, really cared about the characters.
2: Interesting. Yes, Left 4 Dead is one that I still haven't touched. I mean, I think it might be sitting somewhere, like, on my hard drive from uh, Steam whatever, but it's one I haven't got. Cyblink, have you played it? Uh,
1: only on the 360 version, and I do enjoy it, but... It's been a while since I've played, so if I got on now, especially on a PC, I would get destroyed, and I know it. Mm -hmm. So,
2: it's not going to happen. Curb, what about you? Last couple games I played, which
0: was uh, during the summer, uh, I was completely on a whim. I think it's because I was was looking for something to keep myself entertained on the train ride to to my work over the summer. I had a part-time job at at a computer... Uh, program company where I did animation for them, and on the train ride I would I would replay uh, Mario Kart DS, and I, I nice. raced through all the cups and unlocked everything, which I had never done before. I'd only really played like for the multiplayer at the time, and then I whipped it back out again. and was it was hooked again, um, and then I also uh, was playing uh, Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door with uh, my girlfriend's um, <laughs> sort of. Over uh two sides of the country, she would be on Skype because she's in vancouver and uh basically we we played the entire game and voiced the entire game where I played all the uh male characters and she voiced all the female characters and we basically performed the entire uh the entire game' script as I was playing through she knew the game like the back of her hand ah, and, uh, see. nice yeah. but uh yeah and then I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to games. I really want to pick up uh, Donkey Kong Country Returns, Mm -hmm. which I think Mm -hmm. is out.
2: If I'm not mistaken, it's uh, Uh, the 21st. Okay, so it's almost out. Yeah, it's there, almost there. Uh,
0: Then there's uh, there's Sonic Colors, which I swear to God, I have not been this excited about a Sonic game in so long. Uh, I after Sonic 2006 on 360, I, I have not fallen into any of Sega's traps. Ever since then, and uh, but but I I'm really interested in picking up colors. I got uh, yeah
2: I got to go to E3 this summer, and I gave it a try, and I'm equally excited. It's I I think I want
4: to uh, go to E3. Maybe go to E3. i Mario.
2: But I think the uh, I think the cycle, as we know, it may be broken. Fingers crossed.
0: Yeah, you know what? Uh, I'm also I mean like. <laughs> Uh, we'll talk about Sonic free riders later about the oh, Kinect thing yeah. but um, <sighs> the
1: uh,
0: I- I'm really because just because this stuff interests me I'm really interested about the new uh, voice cast for uh for Sonic and I guess the fact that the credits of the new games have been uh without any names linked to characters makes yeah. it difficult but fun for me because oh good now i get to play detective and find out who voiced who so
1: yeah <laughs> yeah i think we've almost figured it out but it's been yeah. a long process let's, let's
0: not get into that because then i'll be talking about that for the next half an yeah.
2: hour so. likewise i think a ga- uh, you know a question we got to ask if regarding video games and you know people relatively new to the show is you know what's if you if you can pick you know, you know maybe one or two what is your favorite game of all time
4: Shen Lu. Uh, what's up nice Lu. Oh, Shenmue, that's All right. the way, Shenmue, Shenmue two. Both those games, I would play them. Uh, if I if I if I only had those games on a desert island, I would be happy. Um, the Dreamcast, the Dreamcast in general was
1: awesome. Oh yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, I uh, if I was stuck on an island, uh, I would definitely pick a Smash Brothers game because you know there's always you know something to do. Right. Um, but as far as like emotional attachment, uh, Super Mario RPG, Legend of the Seven Stars, uh-huh. uh, no question is, is my favorite game. And um, to this day, I'm still very proud of the music video that I did for what it. What is the Goomba the, saying?
4: The Goomba? <laughs> oh, hey,
0: have
1: you heard about that Mario uh, guy? Uh, yeah, the one jumping around the forest. Yeah, yeah, I know him. I know him.
0: Uh, I'm still very proud of that of that music video and He that, did a great
1: job on that one.
0: With, connected with, thank you. That's that's really connected with the the fans of that specific game. And uh, and I and I don't I don't uh, I, I'm not racist about my <laughs> Mario RPG games. I love Paper Mario. Uh, I love what I had played of Mario and Luigi. Racist. Uh, and um, <laughs> I don't think you know. that works there. Oh uh, well, you know. What are you uh, talking about, racist? Gamist. <laughs> Gamist, sure. I don't know. Well, because some people, I I love Mario RPG only, and I hate all the other Mario RPGs because
1: they're not I Mario. Where's But
0: uh. But no, Mario RPG, I, I absolutely love. I, I would I would kill to see it uh, remade and, and ported to like, the DS or something with new stuff in it. I would love for that. I'd love it to, for them just to do something with it, with those characters in that universe.
2: 3DS, man. Fingers crossed. Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> uh, Cyberlink, the next question.
1: All right. Uh, any? Uh, I know you mentioned Sonic Colors, but uh, are there any particular upcoming games that you're really interested in? Um, mm. Martin,
4: you got any? Uh, mm, uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of the Yakuza series because it's kind of the spiritual successor to to Shenmue. Uh-huh. And there's a new Yakuza game coming out called uh, Yakuza of the End, and it's it, it involves the main characters the the main characters from the series killing zombies, Ooh. and uh, it just looks really bizarre and and interesting. And I I bought a PS3 specifically so that I could play the Yakuza series. So. I'm excited about that. I don't know, uh I, I'd have to go and check uh what what stuff's coming out.
2: Now the only thing I really know about the uh the Yakuza games is that you know a lot of the uh what is it, the censorship that you know went on yeah, that Sega did. clubs. Yeah.
4: Yeah, they took the host clubs out and they took a, a Japanese history test out. I'm looking forward to um the uh the new game from the people who made who made Persona. It's like a what's her name? Oh, it's uh, uh, Catherine. Catherine, yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to Dead Space Two, just because Dead Space One was uh, a like a really cool spin on the survival horror genre. Mm -hmm. Uh, Dragon Age Two, because I'm I freaking love Dragon Age. I'm actually one of the few people who actually prefers Dragon Age to Mass Effect.
2: Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very interesting. Uh, Curb, you mentioned uh, Donkey Kong Country as well as Sonic Colors.
1: Other ones? um, uh, I don't know.
0: D- 3DS games, uh, black and white, absolutely. Yeah, black and white. I'm sure that's going to take over my school like you can't even imagine. <laughs> um, uh, other ones, though? Yeah, Kid Icarus. Um, I have to play... Uh, I-, I have it. My girlfriend gave it to me. I have to play Super Paper Mario still. I, I still got All that right. on the back.
2: I'm about halfway through it. It's it's interesting. Oh!
0: Mega Man Legends 3! Oh, yes! Dude.
2: Yes! Uh,
0: oh. Yeah. Which, by the way, capcom-unity.com slash devroom. Go there. If anybody listening gives a shit about uh, Mega Man Legends 3, they're having lots of really cool events and contests. They're having a boss creation contest right now. Uh, it, it's, yeah, I'm totally excited for that game. Uh, Mega Man Universe I'm also kind of excited about. Not quite as much as Legends 3, but, I, you know, should be fun. And petition
2: uh, for you to voice Trigger, Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, I don't know what's gonna happen with the voice thing. You know, we'll find out. I don't know. I'm really no. not. My, I'm not holding my breath on that. Just because I talked to Inafune about it, that's kind of insignificant now because he left. Right.
2: So. That's that's true.
4: Yeah. Kerb doesn't want to tell you, but he's also looking forward to cooking Mama, friends, uh,
2: babysitting
4: Mama. Yep.
2: Totally. Well, yep. Who isn't? I look at a Toys R Us, and yeah, we just got the uh, the babysitting Mama, and that baby is what's weird. And you like you put <laughs> the remote in the back, and the nunchuck. Oh my goodness, it's. Yeah, bizarre. It's like the umbilical cord. Yeah, but you with a an analog stick at the end.
1: <laughs> you mean they don't have
2: those? Yes, yes, they don't have those. Um, I'm kind of looking forward combine... to. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm a sucker for Zelda. I'm looking forward to Skyward Sword. I know people are kind of skeptical about like you know, the whole one to one with the Wii Motion Plus with the sword. I don't know. I'm I'm looking forward to it. And black and white, absolutely. Um, I totally think that you know when they do. Well, the, the third Director's Cut game probably they call it Grey or whatever that that ought to be on 3DS and that should be Shh. I don't know okay. I'll keep it on the down low I'm looking
4: forward to uh, if it ever happens Half-Life 3
2: mm. if it happens, fingers if crossed it happens. Now, Cyberlink, any for you?
1: Um, aside from colors and uh, Donkey Kong uh, Poker Night, the inventory comes out this month I'm kind of hyped oh, for that yeah. And uh, more than anything, of course, Marvel vs. Capcom 3. Oh, Dude. yes. Of course.
2: For Absolutely. sure. Yeah. Oh,
1: my goodness. Now yeah. that we got Hagger, it's all over. It's all, I'm all over.
0: Uh, I'm wondering what Mega Man... I mean, I know they're going to have Mega Man characters. I'm wondering which Mega Man himself they're going to have on there. I know. I know, what I
4: forgot. Star Wars of the Old Republic.
2: Oh, my yeah, right. good one. Good one. Absolutely. It, it, yeah, it's like... Is it gonna be bad box art mega man, maybe? I doubt it. <laughs> That'd
0: be funny though.
2: Yeah. One can dream. Um yeah, so we you know said it's 'cause it's recent and relevant. It came about, you know, uh nine days ago came out. Um your thoughts on uh, Microsoft Connect and the technology and all that. <laughs> uh... Groan.
1: Did somebody turn out a lawnmower?
0: Alright, you know what? I gotta say, real quick. In, in tandem to the Sonic Colors thing, because because I said I haven't fallen under Sega's trap, and you know since Sonic 2006, I was close. I was close to saying, man, I want to buy Sonic Free Riders. That actually looks kind of cool. <laughs> oh, okay. What? It's two hundred dollars. Oh, it's one hundred and fifty dollars for the Kinects. Fuck that.
2: <laughs> Seriously.
0: Like I mean, you know, it's a, it's a spinoff game. It's a spin-off racing game. No, I'm not. It's I'm not making a two hundred dollar investment to buy this broken Wii ripoff technology for the. Uh, no offense, Microsoft. Sorry, uh, you know. And then a fifty dollar game. It's like forget it.
4: No. Uh, but you'll miss out on playing a game where Sonic constantly goes re- ready, re- ready, 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 kw- ready, 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 ready. Yes,
0: yes, Roger. I love you. That's great, but I don't want to hear you that often. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, I, I just, and it looks cool and everything, and I'm sure it's fun for what it's worth, but, like, the fact that it's a $200 investment to get a game, whether it's Sonic Free Riders or not, but a, a game and the peripheral, it's like, no, absolutely not. And for people that don't have Xboxes, it's like a $500 yeah. investment to get the system first, so it's like, no,
4: forget it.
2: Martin, yeah. what do you think about it? I have
4: absolutely no interest whatsoever. I've actually just specifically not been keeping up with it. So most of the stuff that I'm seeing right now is a total surprise to me, but I don't, it's not like even remotely like interesting to me. It's just like wh- why? Why would you even need It's like maybe if the I I mean when the iToy came out, that was like kind of cute, mm-hmm. but like it was like it wasn't even worth spending like 50 pounds to get the iToy stuff. Why would it be worth spending 150 pounds to get Kinect and play a bunch of games that don't look remotely interesting, yeah
0: yeah I mean' it's, it's kind of like the like the continuation of the gimmicky stuff, but without the the pol- I mean I know I sound like a stupid Nintendo fanboy jerking myself off here or whatever, but like you know I'm
1: unlike people
0: the the Wii, the Wii is you know is that sort of idea, but refined to the point where it's not just like a fat, and some people think it is, but I mean just look at the sales, so you know screw them but you know stuff yeah like the eye toy like that came and went and then you know this is probably i don't know may- maybe this will last a little longer because of the technology but like i don't know it it just doesn't it's nowhere near as appealing and polished at least from what i can see right. as- they
4: should have just like put it as like a, as as like a built-in thing to the next xbox that was coming out or something yeah. like just have it, re- have it be in the system, just be like the default setup, and have it be like, oh, well, that's there if you want to use it. Don't be right. like, oh, go out and buy it. It's like, no, this isn't like, why would I want it? Why? And, why? and, to,
0: be, and to be fair, maybe the next Xbox system upgrade will have that, but I mean, just it's not worth it to just make such an investment on just, yeah, because the game, you're right, the games don't have any anything interesting to them, so it's just
4: like, whatever.
2: Right. Part of the baffling thing too is that Microsoft has put like 500 million dollars into advertising the thing.
4: They're treating it like they're launching a console. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. I don't know, and then I have to admit here, like, I gotta connect and only because I could split the cost with my brother and like that was the only justifiable reason because like also with the gaming podcast and like oh I should know blah 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 yeah yeah um I you know I got you know uh, bundles with connect adventures pretty poor honestly like the five mini games like they're kind of over and done with and you know don't think too much about it I'm a sucker for sports compilations so I also got connect sports and I'm (sighs) I honestly I had more fun with it than Wii Sports Resort surprisingly oh really Surprisingly, I know. Um, it may have just That's been pretty... like the choices, uh, you know. The
4: well, also that game that uh, the Connect Sports is made by Rare, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. <sighs> Which some people may be bitter for the whole Banjo Kazooie thing, and they're not making it anymore. But even well, even uh, still,
0: well, what what about not making any more Banjo Kazooie? What?
2: <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh.
1: <sighs> Cyberlink. Not gonna say it where's Rare,
0: banjo- Well, I, I
2: guess that you know they're they're passing on Banjo Kazooie instead to do, you know these games for the Kinect. I guess I, I should have said. Um,
0: well, I don't know. I mean, Rare, Rare likes to do new stuff. Mm-hmm. And new that Saturday? From that, yeah. From that perspective, I can understand. So I'm not going to give them crap for. I still would
1: love to see a new Banjo Kazooie game. Especially, I just need <laughs> something, man. I just need <laughs> something.
0: But you know, yeah. you know what? And then again, I mean, marvelous <laughs> Granted, shut up. Granted they, <laughs> granted they gave you know Donkey Kong Country off to another country, to another country, <laughs> to another company. Herpa But. I don't know if the same thing would ever happen with Banjo because Rare and Microsoft would do that in tandem, but I don't know. You know, maybe yeah. someday. Who knows? I
2: don't know. So yeah. I, I was pleasantly surprised by sports, but, like, even though, like, Dance Central's the most polished one, I'm not going to shell out 50 bucks to dance and look even more like a fool. And then the rest of the games, there are so many bad, bad, bad Kinect games. Like, I think it's called, like...
4: I heard Kinectimals like the, a... the, uh, was pretty good.
2: Okay. Yeah, I, I, would, I would probably agree with that. Um, but there's, like... <laughs> A Sonic Freeriders rip-off of sorts called Adrenaline Misfits and I'm I'm, look, I'm looking at this game I'm like I don't even know what this is and like Adrenaline is missing the E at the end and it's got like probably like a Z at the end of Misfits or whatever and it looks like it's trying to be Sonic Freeriders and then I think of you know Freeriders and the uh, the whole thing when you with a connect you have to like face the camera and then put your left arm out and downward at a 45 degree angle to pause the game but for Free Riders you're on your side so you have to like stop and then it takes a while to pause the game, I just think it's a little short-sighted in uh, thinking for some of those games.
4: Can you not just say
2: pause or something? <laughs> Xbox, pause. Um, unfortunately not. Xbox, goggles.
4: <laughs> goggles.
0: Xbox. Kill. <laughs> <laughs> Kill. And then, like, gross people. <laughs> so it's <laughs> like and that like, it's like it's
4: Xbox five like force.
2: Like yeah, exactly. Um... But I don't know. I just wanted to get you guys thoughts on that. So we got a few fan questions we want to wrap it up. I know you guys have more important things to do, but we really are really th- I do thank you for the time. So let's get a few fan questions in. One from Master of Fossils. It's his 18th birthday today. So I wanted to Happy birthday,
1: yeah. Master. A very young fossil.
2: Yes. So you wanted to know uh, which anime characters, animators and uh, comedic works have influenced both of you or each of you.
4: You go first, cut Okay.
0: Um let's see. Anime characters. Um, well, I've been I've, I've been rewatching a lot of anime lately, and um,
2: Yu Yu Hakusho. Yes, m- most recently Dude. I
0: just finished watching all of Yu Yu Hakusho, and I gotta nice. say, y- Yusuke Urameshi is still my freaking hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I, I when I when I was recording the voice of my character for my uh, my thesis film, I based a lot of my performance on Justin Cook's portrayal of Yusuke in the dub for the show because mm-hmm. uh, I think he was a brilliant actor in that. Um, animators, oh, God, see, like, anybody that works as an actual animator, because it's all overseas now, and it's all, like, super work-intensive, and the jobs suck, so, you know, people that can stomach doing that for so long, you know, are, are so admirable. Um, I'm trying to think of some specific people. Um, I'll probably come back to it maybe after yeah. Mark comes up with some, but, uh, and then Comedic Works... Uh, Uncle Yo is brilliant. We just we've been meeting Uncle Yo at conventions the past year. I freaking love Uncle Yo, Carl Custer so much. He is hilarious. He is a wonderful gentleman of a man, and uh, and anybody who hasn't seen his uh, his stand up routines or anything, go to his site UncleYo.com or check him out at some conventions he goes to. He is hilarious and I love to work. With him. So, uh, I'll think of, I'll think of an animator. Martin, you 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 answered this one.
4: Uh, uh, I don't really watch that much anime uh, I guess I, I started out with uh, Tenchi Mio and Dominion Tank Police back in the day when anime was the sort of thing that people passed around in class uh, on VHS tapes that they recorded off the Sci-Fi Channel Good times. Uh, but uh, comedy wise uh, Space Ghost Coast to Coast uh, and Mystery Science Theater 3000 mm-hmm. because just I like. Uh, I don't know. I I I I I like really bad movies, and I I like uh, vocally making fun of them, and I, I I don't know. I just I I really loved that show, and it's given me uh, more than enough, enough fuel to to take an orally an already established concept, as in Yu Gi Oh, and apply my own humor to it and dub over it uh, the way so in, in a similar vein to Space Goes Coast, Coast to Coast, taking characters that have already been established, and just giving giving them sort of a, a strange twist, uh, a strange push in the right direction, making them more self-aware, and uh, it, it's kind of helped spawn the Yu-Gi-Oh bridge concept, I guess. But yeah, Uncle Yo's a hilarious guy. I, I don't know about anime characters, though. I mean, Riley Vincent is my dream woman. <laughs> nice. Uh,
0: I would say, for the animator question, um, uh, I'm getting excited, and I'm not even, like, a big fan of Winnie the Pooh at all, and I never really have been, but the, uh, the new Winnie the Pooh 2D animated oh, movie, yeah. Disney, uh, I just saw the, the, the trailer for it. It looks beautiful, mm-hmm. like, absolutely beautiful, and uh, Steven Anderson is directing it, um, he's, uh, he's an animator and a film director and a, and a writer and actor. Uh, he, uh, he worked on Meet the Robinsons and he worked on Tarzan and, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's, you know, he's, he's definitely doing something right. You know, cause I mean, Disney is, is trying really hard to champion 2D animation, getting back into the, you know, into normalcy for, for theaters again. I mean, I, I, I'm not... I'm not gonna say I dislike any of the CGI movies that have been right. coming out lately because I loved How to Train Your Dragon. I'm oh, really dude, that was so
2: good. New mm-hmm. stuff with that, yeah,
0: that that is well. Chris Sanders, who worked on that as another one. I think he did a bang a job with that movie. Um, but I'm just excited that more 2D stuff is coming out, and uh, I, I'm. Oh, oh, and also, uh, the, I want to see the Borrowers that, um, which is the next uh, Miyazaki movie. Oh the, yeah. Studio Ghibli Miyazaki movie, which, by the way, everybody go see that movie multiple times in theaters when it comes out, because otherwise Studio Ghibli is going to go under, and that is not good.
2: They need Please. to make money. Yes. Amen.
0: Oh, oh, and one more, one more. Uh, uh Crap. Uh, Martin, Girl Who Left Through Time, What's the, you know the director? No. Nope. Uh,
1: uh, I, I know the one you're talking about. I can't place his name. Ah.
0: Let me see. Oh, Mamoru Hosada, and he, and he also right. directed uh, a lot of Digimon, and he's, he's just finished a movie called Summer Wars, uh, which, by the way, is going to be out in theaters, uh, and it will be screening in a, a bunch of different places. Go to the funimation.com blog uh, for details on that. It's going to be uh, screening in theaters in a few different places around this, the country. Uh, check it so out weird. it looks gorgeous mm-hmm. uh, Girl Who Loved Through Time was a brilliant film Martin oh they just
1: put up theatrical to... dates
0: yeah yeah there you go there's there's a bunch of information you can all check it out um, Martin introduced me to or Girl Who Loved Through Time uh, sometime last year and I fell in love with it and, and the director's brilliant the people who work on, on those movies are incredible and Summer Wars looks even better and, uh, and Mike, Mike Skinner and Nicholas is in it as the main <laughs> character and everyone loves Mike Stinn Nicholas so
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> go team venture
2: there you go. anyway cyberlink next question
1: all right uh next question uh from the debaga what advice would you give to somebody interested in becoming a voice actor
4: don't do it <laughs> well don't do what I do anyway because what I do isn't really voice acting it's just doing silly voices uh but what Kerr is saying himself wrong I mean I, I I get what he's doing but it might be confusing to everybody else is that uh, if if your ultimate goal is to become a voice actor, then you're gonna be very disappointed because, yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, especially in an industry where uh, nowadays, like a lot of big voice acting roles are given to like established Hollywood talent, and the people who are actually known for doing voice acting have to be like man number two, mm-hmm. and, and and stuff in like the big video games, but like uh, y- you're not gonna get. Like paid very well, and depending on where you live, there isn't going to be anything for you, uh, sadly. But um, especially like for me, I mean, when was the last time you saw a British cartoon? Yeah, you know,
2: I would Uh, totally want to see one. Just saying.
0: What I would say, uh, I guess more specific. I mean, like I, I joke and I I don't joke when I say don't do. I mean, like if you can do anything else other than that, do that instead, please, because it's such. It's such an like, you know, uphill battle to become an actor in general, let alone a voice actor. So if you can, first and foremost, if you can do anything else other than that, please do that because you're, you're going to be a lot happier and a lot... But don't
4: be totally discouraged. I mean, if, don't, if don't you... Don't be totally
0: if- discouraged. But, but also, if, if, it's, if it's something you feel you have to do and you were t- so totally invested in it, you have to do it, then also make sure you're doing it for the right reasons. Because I've met, this is, I'm, I'm going to do the short version of this rant, but I've met a lot of people that I think are incredibly talented and totally could work professionally if they had the opportunity, but I think the fact that they're blinded by, like, I want to be the next, you know, insert name of already working voice actor here, and and then I'm going to go to conventions and speak on panels, and it's going to be great, and that's like, okay, look, to to provide an example, I care about acting, by extension, because I care incredible much about animation and I think that the voiceover part of it and the voice characterization is is one of my favorite parts and one of the most important parts of doing it. So, you know, to me personally, so that's why I care about it and that's why I want to do it. So, you know, just... Make sure that you have a genuine passion for it and not just for the sake of like, I want to be popular, you know, I wanna I wanna get invited to conventions so I can jerk myself off on panels and answer the same thirteen <laughs> questions for the same people over and over and over because that's not what it's about. Yeah. It's fun to go hey, to conventions. So? Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> uh I and mean, it's fun to go to conventions and I mean I've been to tons since for five years, you know, as a guest and as not a guest, but that's not why I'm doing this. So, you know, Otherwise, you know, I mean, as far as being a good one, you know, I mean, look up any panel and get advice from actual professionals that have been working much longer than either of us.
4: (laughs) Well, I have not been doing any voice.
0: You know know what I mean.
4: But,
2: you know. Isn't it also, Uh, like, professional mostly just based on, like, connections and all?
0: Connections are a big part of it. You need to know somebody, but you have to not be a pain in the ass – so going up to them at the an anime convention and voice acting on their face and screaming like an idiot yeah. is not a good <laughs> idea. I've seen this happen a lot.
4: Don't do it. Damn, I've
0: it's been doing funny. it
1: wrong all
4: these years. Stupid, I've always, stupid, I've, al- I've, al- I've always said that, you know, pe- the people who are known for doing voice acting, when you ask them how they became a voice actor, they don't say, well, I studied on how to become a voice actor and I took all the, the classes and I, I, I went out of my way to become a voice actor and now I am a famous voice actor. They always have some sort of strange... Uh, meandering path that they 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 didn't even mean to follow to get them to that point. Uh, like like some guys who who I know who have just started getting really good work, they didn't even want to be voice actors when they started getting into it. It just happened to them. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I don't think it's something that you can go out of your way to do. I honestly don't. Interesting.
2: Uh, last question. We'd like to end with a little, uh, I guess, a silly question. This one's from Major Moses. If you had five dollars, what would you do with it?
0: This is not a funny question. This is very serious. Oh, I serious this business? Question. I will take this, this question very seriously
4: because I would use $5 to buy something to eat. I, w- I would take the $5 and I would add $15 to it and then I would go find the Slender Man and I would go up to him and, and I'd say, No wiping in the club. Give me $20. Give me $20.
2: <laughs> perfect, perfect.
4: There you go.
2: All right, well, Kerbifer, Little Karibo, th- thank you so much. Um, it it really means a lot that you know, even if it was the Yoma connect, Yomacon connection, I'm sure, but to to take time out of your busy schedules to to come onto our show, it it really means a lot. And, uh, oh no, no problem. problem.
0: Thanks, yes, thanks for thank having you me very back much.
4: Anytime.
2: Uh, yeah. Absolutely. So um, we'll hit you up with links on Twitter and all that, so you can uh, give us a plug. Any, anything else you guys want to plug? Um. Hmm.
0: Uh if anybody's interested I guess uh you can go to my blog I have, my website is com, uh and then my blogspot is kerberford.blogspot.com uh, and also I post on kerberford.newgrounds.com uh, uh where I just make the blog the blog posts, and whatnot and uh you can see updates on everything that's going on if if I ever go to any conventions uh the status is on my different projects and whatnot and uh I, I I'm on Twitter I've almost hit two thousand subscribers. Haha. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> not that, that matters, but yeah, i am uh, a Kerber for on Twitter. I'm Kerber for on most things, or a Kerber for fifteen if I'm not Kerber for on that. So uh,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, Martin, anything uh, else? For I you? would
4: like I would like to plug boxofdanger.com.
1: <laughs> nice. I would also
2: like to plug Box of Danger.
1: <laughs> I'll throw that in too.
2: And fourth. Alright guys, thanks for listening, and we're gonna move on to the second part of our episode with uh the Buzzsaw, my normal co-host. But with that, I'm Yoko.
4: Buzzsaw. Boom,
3: okay. saw's ready! Buzzsaw is ready to talk about Smash Brothers.
2: And Cyberlink. I said
1: I said myself, I think
2: I got sawed. I think you I think you did totally get sawed. I'm sorry. Cyberlink! We severed the link to the cyber all right.
1: Oh, there goes my bottom half. Goodbye, everybody. Come back, All right, Come thanks. Back.
2: And now it's time for part two of Show Me Your News. This is the part where it, it's normally what the podcast is for those new listeners, but we're going to shorten it a little bit so it's not as crazy of a listen. Uh, with the uh, the little Kribo and Kerber for interview, and now uh, the part two, I guess, of episode seventy-four. I am Yoko still again, and uh, today uh, our co-host. If you've never met him before and a first-time listener, this is The Buzzsaw. Hi, how you all doing? Good to be back on the show and ready to do for another episode. Yeah, and we usually have a fancier intro, but since we're kind of stuck in the middle of a current one, let's uh, get to saying our top stories today. We got a short show because we have no other guests aside from uh, LK and Curb from last uh, earlier in the episode. We got... Uh, what An are we playing? our guest. Yeah, right. We got a... What are we playing? We always talk about what we're playing recently. Uh, we get into headlines, so... Buzz has a new job. That's pretty... A pretty big deal. Uh, Nintendo's got a new trademark, and... A town in Spain are having streets named after video games. Pretty interesting. Uh, out recently, Call of Duty Black Ops. It's... It's selling like crazy, and... Uh, we haven't played it, but you know we'll get opinions on you know what's different, what's uh, new to the game, and uh, et cetera. The big ins for this week: Microsoft Connect. I crumbled under pressure and bought one. And I'll, I'll tell you what I thought, <laughs> what I think of it. There are a variety of stories out there, and also a lot of accidents that have been immortalized on YouTube and stuff. And we'll we'll discuss those. And we usually have mail time, but we already covered that in the first uh, part with the interview. So, I'll, I'll talk about what I'm playing first, since we've got to save uh, Buzzes for a, a very special uh, game that he's playing. Um, I finished up Borderlands. I know Buzz is excited about that. He had trouble seeing it on... You have uh, to
3: start the DLC. Don't get too far in Playthrough 2, okay. because if you do that, you'll waste the Playthrough 1 DLC.
2: Okay, but why is that? Because you're scaring me with, like, is it at the end of General Knox that you face Cromerax?
3: Well, no, yeah, Cromrax um, is the exception. He's valid in both playthroughs, but the reason I say you'll waste it is okay. if you go on to playthrough two and start leveling up like crazy, well, the playthrough one uh, run-throughs of the DLC do not scale with you. So you'll go back and, like, you know, you know lay waste to everything because you're way too high of a level.
2: Oh, I see. So I it's mean, like a...
3: You, you, you can st- you can still beat it. It's just that it'll be no challenge. You won't get any good loot. You won't get any good experience or anything. I see. So, because I mean, cause that's actually kind of what my problem is right now. And that's why I plan to start over in the near future is because I, I I, finished playthrough two all the way to the end. And then DLC started coming out. And I bought the DLC and I'd play them. But I can only play them through on, you know, playthrough two because I was so high level. Playing them on playthrough one was a joke because, you know, I'd just kill everything so quickly. I see. I see. So, that, that's why I'm going to start over so I can beat the game. On playthrough one, and then turn around and do the DLC when I'm the appropriate levels. So I get two full playthroughs. Mm-hmm. So
2: now, did that, you... that's why I just said slow down on playthrough two. That makes sense. I mean, I only gained like a couple levels on playthrough two, and skags are re- much harder right. than they were on the first time.
1: They're they're awesome in playthrough yeah. two. They're I, I, so I'm vicious.
2: at the t- <laughs> I'm at the point in the game uh, for second playthrough where I just got the uh the Mo and Marley. Assignment. I just got that yeah. from the board. So and then I'm like, oh, that was one of those never again ones, and I'm gonna probably <laughs> have to do it again. Um, but you saw my uh, the end of my playthrough one, didn't you? You finally got I to did. seeing it. I did. I did. So, it. it was great. What did you think of it?
3: It was fantastic. I thought it was funny when you first found your orange weapon. weapon. You're like, what the? What color is this? <laughs> and you're like, I must grab it and look at it, and it was funny. But no, it was it was great. You did, you did find all the way to the end and. I, I'm actually surprised you finished the game with a rocket launcher because I really couldn't get any rocket launchers to do anything to the destroyer so oh, yeah. <laughs> that was,
1: it,
2: that it was impressive it must have just defeat. been the one it's it's like the steel destructor and it's got like 500 something damage and like oh yeah the, it, it was the, seriously the like, was like when I serious. when I died it was seriously my bailout weapon like as soon as I died I like, switched to that and like find oh, yeah. the nearest thing and just you had clear. a lot of close calls that were hilarious. Yes, You like down I did. sliver, and you're like,
3: yeah, "Kill him, and
2: I'm alive." <laughs> <laughs> and I beat the game. Oh my goodness, it was. Yes, it was. I basically had to beat. Oh, Cthulhu. Yeah, your
3: finish, your finish was like was just cinematic to the end. It was just like, <laughs> "I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die, <laughs> kill him, kill him." If you want to so, see what I, we're talking I, that's about, that's what I love yeah. about the game: is the mm-hmm. the second wind mechanic. Oh yeah, yeah,
2: it's great. I mean, if you want to see the. How I finish the game, you can uh, see it on livestream dot com slash smyn where we live stream episodes, and we also uh, you know record game footage that we play. Um, so I, bl- I beat that. Um, I started a little bit of GoldenEye. Um, I know my brother Sword Hunter has been playing more GoldenEye than I have, and some people are really talking it up. It is the best FPS on the Wii, but at the same time, when you come from playing Borderlands to playing GoldenEye, like the sense of tracking and GoldenEye is like completely gone it's so smooth in Borderlands mm-hmm. and then like it feels yeah. like you're stuttering by comparison in uh, in GoldenEye I mean nothing against the game it's got you know great images and I, absolutely I recommend it because the Wii uh, the online is apparently great you are like there's apparently like, you have very little drop frames and just an overall flawless experience which is fantastic for the Wii but it's after playing Borderlands it's like I, I want to be playing Borderlands again um, yeah and then I played Sonic Colors, which comes out on Tuesday, and I love it um There are a couple things that drove drove me a little bonkers um maybe it's it was only in the the boss battles I didn't really pay you know too much attention but um I'm gonna put it out there and say it might be the first Sonic game that when you get a hundred rings, you don't get an extra life that's ridiculous it's so bizarre and i kept dying because like you only get like five lives and of course it's one of those games you know in current games where when you die it doesn't really punish you it just you have to start the level all over with your new lives um yeah but yeah i mean i was i was dying a lot especially with this other uh, stupid uh puzzle that i i'm going to complain about soon but uh yeah, like if I didn't get like all these lives and you get, you know, you get ranked um, in the levels and you get, you know, let's see. If you get an A, it's one uh, one up and if you get an S, it's three. But uh, otherwise, like you don't get any. And of course, there's like one or two scattered throughout each act. Um, but I was at, I was grasping for lives. And if, you know, the, uh, if dying was actually, like game over, if game over was actually more punishing I would have not been able to beat the game in five hours, and I say you beat the game in five hours, but there's so much replay value. You have 180 red coins to connect. Uh, c- to connect, my god, 180 <laughs> Forty red coins, Freudian I, slip I, right know, there. I know, I know, I know it. 180 red coins to collect, and uh, you got um, all the S, you know, all S ranks to get for all the stages. I only got one. It was one of the boss battles, and I got one S rank. Dang. Um, mostly B's and C's and uh, so the one puzzle that drove me nuts is this really really long uh, horizontal conveyor conveyor belt kind of thing with different platforms and um, let's see uh, there Sounds were like, like enemies there were enemies on them and uh, let's see there are enemies like a-, a red coin and a one up and all that and uh, like a platform at the end that was uh, raising and Lowering, rising and lowering, I guess, and it was doing that yeah. so slowly though, but like the platforming is okay in Sonic cars. it's not spectacular, so when you're trying to like jump and like save yourself and oh, it it was I kept falling through like the worst holes possible, and of course, there's a bottomless pit under it. I forgot to mention that there's a bottomless oh. pit under it all, so many lives were lost it's in if you're if you're playing the game it's planet wisp uh Act four. You will know it when you come across it. It is awful. Um, aside from that, though, the the power-ups are great. Um, the gameplay it's just like Sonic Unleashed day stages, only that but better. Uh, it's what 3D Sonic should be. I'm I'd like to say that you know the the cycle is broken for Sonic games, which is it's a it's a bold statement. I know. Uh, that is a
3: bold statement because Sonic has been hurting for a long time. Yes.
2: Uh, Super TH is saying one S rank when he got like two at E3. Well, I'm gonna say that you know the the scaling, uh, scoring, scoring scaling was much much easier at uh, E3. I was doing like about the sa- the same sort of progression through those two levels, and it was giving me like <coughs> Bs. So I think they changed it. But at the same time, there were they were purple coins at uh, E3, and now they changed it to red. So. E3 was five months ago. That is ridiculous. That was the last time I saw 3DS, and now I'm sad. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I I definitely recommend Sonic Colors. Um, I, I'm excited for it to come out and for other people to try it. It's it's great. Uh, so but, it's what, weird that you bring
3: that up. I have very vivid memories of like all of. I think it was Shadow the Hedgehog. Whoa. Like and. And I don't own an Xbox. I don't own any of the systems that it was played on. And thinking back, I think it was one of my roommates. My roommates had an Xbox. And he played, like, all of Shadow while I did my homework. So I, like, have all these memories of the game, even though I never played it. And guns and guns
2: and guns and guns. Yeah, guns and stuff. Oh, brother. So, Buzz, here's the big question. What are you playing?
3: Well, everyone knows I was... You know, I was spamming the Facebook page, waiting for the uh, Borderlands patch to come out. Mm-hmm. For those who don't know, the patch I was waiting for is version 1.41, and what it does is, for all owners of the game, it, it, it affected no matter how much DLC you had or if you just had the core game. It increased the level cap by eight levels. So if you had the original game, you could go from 50 to 58. If you had General Knox, you can go from 61 to 69. Waka waka.
2: wait 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 wait! wait. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. How high can you go again? <sighs>
3: 269. <laughs> okay, continue. <laughs> and, uh, and also, it went back and rescaled the entire game, because the problem with General Knox when it first came out was it let you go to level 61, but the original core game did not scale with you. Mm. So if you went back to any old areas while you were level 61, it was like a cakewalk, and you just like destroy everything because you're way too high of a level so they fixed all that they went back and said okay if you've beaten the game now when you revisit old areas they level with you so if you're all the way up to level 69 they're 69 with you if you're level 62 they're 62 they'll kind of match you so you at least have a challenge and you get good loot from all the chests and stuff so, you know, that came out, and so I went back and started Borderlands, and my plan is to start a new character when this semester is over, so when I have time, I want to start a brand new character, play the game sort of as it was intended, as Sakurai intended. Sakurai? In beginning to end. <laughs> 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 and uh, I I want to enjoy it that way, because the first time I did it, I didn't have any of the DLC. I bought the DLC after I leveled up, and then this patch came out after after all that, and, you know, so I want to kind of just... Re- re-experience the whole game with all the new loot. Okay. But, but what was the main so, game and, you're playing? <laughs> I've actually been playing this other game a little bit more than Borderlands, and I've been playing lots of Tetris! Doo,
2: doo, 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 doo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Precisely. So you're waiting, um, you're waiting for anyway, uh, the straight block?
3: Yes. <laughs> I'm waiting to get maximum points from the straight block in the, the one slot it'll fit in. Uh, I'm actually pretty bad at Tetris. I always make holes when I don't mean to. Because I just like to play fast. I just don't think very well. Anyway, yeah. the Tetris I've been playing is a uh, real-life Tetris. Because Cardboard Tetris? Life, yes. I've, I've been putting stuff into boxes, and then I have to turn around and put those boxes into a room, and I have to use all my Tetris skills in real life. Because two weeks ago, life got turned on its head. And so I'm going to tell the story of that right this now. Is,
2: this is the first big headline, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen.
3: Exactly. Um so the re- why am I paying Tetris, why am I packing my life away? Well, two weeks ago ish, I don't remember the dates, but anyway, um I was sitting at my computer, which is obviously something I do a lot <laughs> but uh um I got this email and it was from a company in Utah. I live in Idaho by the way, to give you some context to this story. So I'm in Idaho, I get this email and it says from a company in Utah, they're like, Hey, we saw your resume, we want to talk to you about, you know, a possible job here. And I was sitting there thinking, I was like, man, I'm like I don't want to have to drive to Utah just for like a maybe, you know. I don't even know if I'll get the job. I'm just yeah. driving down to have, just to talk to him. It's a, you know, multiple few hours to drive down, talk to them, drive back, or I have to stay overnight with like my sister or something. But like uh, the weird thing that happened was while I was reading that email, I wasn't even done with the email, and my phone rings, and I'm like, mm-hmm. what the? And I don't recognize the number, and I answer it, and it's a different company that's like. Hey, we're in Utah. And we want to talk to you, <laughs> and like we want to see if you want to work for us. And I was like, uh, actually, I, maybe I can make that work. <laughs> and so, I, th- you know, once that phone call came, I was like, okay, maybe it's worth making a trip down. <laughs> you know, two job interviews that struck at the same exact time. I really can't ignore this. So here I am in the middle of a school semester, and I have to make this abrupt trip, uh, you know, Utah, which is not easy because you know anyone going to college. Um, will know that, you know, you've got classes, you've got tests, you've got, you know, obligations, you've got tons of things you have to worry about. You can't just up and leave for a couple days. So... I called my sister, and I was like, hey, look, I've got these interviews. Can I, you know, crash at your place for a couple nights while I take care of them? And she's like, oh, yeah, it's fine. So it wasn't a problem for her at all. But I had to call my teachers, and, you know, this one teacher, I was like, we had a test during the time that my oh interview my was. And I was like, oh, can you please, please, can I move this? I'm like, the reason we go to college is to get a career, you know, and this is for a job interview. You have to let me go. <laughs> and fortunately, he was very kind. He's like, yeah, just can you take it a day early? And I was like, yeah. So I went and took it the day before, and. I did okay, so I'm fine, and um, I talked to my other teachers, and they were all very understanding, they're like, oh, good, yeah, good luck on that, and uh, just we'll waive any penalties you would have suffered for being absent or whatever, so it all worked out, so okay, I go to this trip, I go down down to Utah, stay with my sister, and I am freaking out, by the way, I don't, I don't know if, how many of you guys have done job interviews before, but not only are job interviews scary to begin with, but this is like the big kahuna interview, this is like I, you know, I'm finishing college and this is like the interview for somebody to give me a lot of money and it's like done by high level corporate execs, not, you know, you know, retail people. No offense, Yoko. <laughs> <Zing>. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, um, so, you know, I was really, really nervous. So on the day of the, of the interviews, my first one was at 10 in the morning. I woke up at 545, just just because, not it wasn't my alarm. It was not intended. I just could not sleep. I do I that so too. I'm,
2: I'm right there with you.
3: <laughs> I, I couldn't sleep, just thinking about you know what might happen, what I'm, who I'm going to talk to, what it's going to be like. Am I going to do well? Am I going to screw myself up? And anyway, so I, I just got up. I figured there's no point in fighting it. I'm not going to try and sleep. So I just got up, got showered, got ready. You know, prepared everything. Go to my first interview. First interview kind of made me very angry because my first interview was with a the company. They apparently didn't know I was coming from Idaho, which is mildly insulting because it was like written on my resume.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's
3: like, why do you think I have an Idaho address on my resume? Were they the like, ones you that emailed,
2: they emailed you or?
3: Yeah, this is the email one. Okay. And uh, that, I mean, they they were a good company and I didn't really have anything against the company itself but I was just a little put off that they didn't realize like oh you drove down from Idaho just for this I'm like yeah like that's why I came down here like oh well, that's so great I didn't know idea you made a trip for this and uh, what I mean normally I'd let that go but what yeah. made it extra painful was at the end it wasn't even enough he's like well we need to set up another interview with the higher ups to oh, talk to you. Yeah. And so we'll need to set up another interview next week. And I'm like, ah, I can't come back here next week. <laughs> it was already too painful getting down here with the, for this in the first place. But, you know, and again, I have nothing against the company itself. It was it a was very good prospect, but it just didn't fit my schedule right then. So I go to the second one. The second one was about 1.30, and they were the opposite. They understood I was coming from Idaho, and they knew – you know, that I was on a very strict time constraint and that they had to make the most of this because I couldn't just come down again and again. Mm-hmm. And so they were ready. And let me tell you, it was the scariest thing I've ever done because I don't know. I've always heard about interviews where it's multiple people versus just you. Mm-hmm. But I've never been in one. And this was my first one. You know, I'm put in a conference room and there was a multiple software engineers asking me questions. I'm like, oh, this is not fair. <laughs> <laughs> because. You know, you're you're sitting there trying to answer one question, and the person who asked you the question is listening to your answer, but all the other guys, you know, they're sitting there watching you, watching your body language, seeing how you react, and analyzing every other aspect of you. Were they note taking as well? Or? Oh yeah, oh yeah, they had paper and pen and everything, you know. And so I was just freaking out. I mean, I, I was putting the appearance of confidence, but inside I was just mm-hmm. a mess. So I was like, oh my gosh, they're watching me, but. Um anyway that that interview was four phases it was really oh long goodness. and uh but looking back on it it was that was a very good sign you know cuz obviously they would have tossed me out of the first phase if it's it didn't true, go well true, yeah. so they kept me going so the first interview was with a bunch of software engineers second interview was the team leader third one was at the CFO and he was a really cool guy and he told me the history of the company and really he actually threw me a sales pitch. He kind of wanted me to like them, which was kind of another positive signal. Yeah. But I didn't quite catch it at the time because I was too nervous. <laughs> but uh, anyway, then uh, the fourth one was back to the team lead, and he had a follow-up set of questions and details. And uh, I finally got out of it, and Sugar, I called you know my wife, and she's like, holy crap, you were in there for like over an hour, like almost an hour and a half. And I was like, really? <laughs> you know, I was so nervous. I had no idea how much time passed, but. Anyway, long story short, <laughs> uh, like two about two hours, less than two hours after the interview ended, they called me back and they said we would like to offer you a job.
1: Yay! And I was like, really?
3: I was so happy, and Yay. you know, KJ. <laughs> precisely, celebration time. Um, but what you know, I, I was trained to do. You know, you you're supposed to do cross offer leveraging. You know, get a bunch of offers and then go back to your old offers and be like, hey, so and so offered me this. But, you know, I didn't want to for a couple reasons. But one big reason being they offered me more than I asked for in the salary negotiations. And I could tell they wanted me and I liked the company. Mm -hmm. And I just was so exhausted and so burnt out. I was like, you know what? You guys are great. I'll take you guys. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I didn't even fight it because, again, they offered me plenty to live off of, to to raise my family with. So, you know, it suddenly this trip transformed from you know let's go do a couple of interviews to oh crap let's go apartment shopping. And so we go looking around, we found a place to live, and so that's why I've been playing Tetris these past few weeks. Is once we found an apartment complex to live in, we went ahead and signed a lease, and it starts like right away.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Like we we could have waited till the semester ended in December, but the price would have gone up, and so we wanted to get the deal. So yeah. We actually have the lease right now. So we have two leases. Isn't that crazy? We have two oh, rental leases going right now. So, But because of that, because we have to do both anyway, we're just going to try and make the move early. So for Thanksgiving, we're going to be trying to move. And uh, mm. that's why I've been boxing up my life. And and it's let me what, tell you, like, it's... like
2: five days?
3: Yeah, it's in five yeah. days from now, we'll be moving. We'll be moving to, to kind of northern Utah area. I'll have brand new space, a lot more space to operate, brand new internet, internet. which I am super stoked <laughs> I'm officially announcing um, many, many a game streams from the Buzzsaw in the near yes. future. Yes. Once I graduate. And, oh, and Sugar just said we're going to do Borderlands together and stream that. So Excellent. Be even better. Excellent. <laughs> so once we get all settled everything will be totally a, a streaming maniac, because with our new internet, I can do that a lot. Does, so. Just
2: tell the fans what your current internet status and they're, they're kind of hearing like, you're kind of breaking up a little bit, I mean not like breaking up, but it's oh, okay. like the quality is diminished. Of course, you're also on quote-unquote Frankenstein right now, but uh. Yes. <laughs> but you know, t- tell them what like, your, oh. your current internet setup is like.
3: My current internet, for those who recognize speeds, I'm on 5 megabits per second. If you don't recognize speeds, just understand that that's that's decent slash average internet you know, for the casual consumer. But there's two problems with this internet for me. One, I'm not an average consumer. You know, I watch tons of videos and devours tons of websites and download huge files. And two, we share it. Like, I'm in an ap- apartment complex. with. There's eight apartments in this building. And we don't share with everybody because we kind of have this little deal going where if you want to share it, you have to pay your part of the bill. Mm-hmm. But still, we share with about, I'd say, five or six couples – and with only 5 megabits per second to, to, to divide up among those people, it's not very good.
2: No, it's and not. And
3: so there's a lot of times when it's just really pathetic speeds, and I'm really, really tired of it. So that's why I haven't, like, ever attempted to, like, stream my own gaming or anything like mm. Yoko does or anything, but that'll all soon change. Oh, okay, and, and just to give you all some perspective, I'm jumping up to 20 megabits per second non-shared.
2: That's gonna you're, my you're, I, that's what I say I told you earlier like it's gonna be your new best friend. you're going to love it
3: exactly I'm so stoked. I mean I've used that fast before, so I'm no stranger to what it feels like. I just never owned it, and I'm like, yes, <laughs> this will be fantastic. I'm so excited okay. anyway, uh what Yoko keeps referring to Frankenstein, it's like on one hand, things are going my way, and I got a job and I'm about to move, but on the other hand, things are not going my way. A couple of weeks ago, my computer motherboard, like, fried because it just kept overheating. So I bought a new one, bought a new processor, bought a new RAM, and that fixed it for a while. But now my motherboard started falling apart and dying again. I got a defective one. Fortunately, Newegg, <laughs> plug, Egg is a fantastic service. Newegg the best is customer-
2: great. They are great. Great
3: customer service. So they're going to replace it for me, so I'm working on that right now. But in the meantime, that's where Frankenstein comes into play. Uh, a couple of friends of mine and I got, came over hung out one night and we just took all my like leftover computer parts just all these misfit parts that I don't really belong anywhere and just like cobbled them together into this really terrible computer and that's what I'm using right now <laughs> it barely runs yeah it's a... <laughs> like one example of the, the pieces i have a 15 gigabyte hard drive yes you heard correctly oh 15 not 50 not 15 terabytes, 15 gigabytes. So the operating system eats like half of that, and I don't really have any room to install anything. So it, it's a it's a netbook and a desktop. It's just a web browsing machine. <laughs> That's terrible. It's it's a
2: tragedy. So yeah, that explains uh, yep, the uh, so that explains we'll the mic quality. Uh, in case you're you guys are wondering. Um, but no, congratulations. Really. Um, I mean it means you know great things for the podcast as well. Um. Oh, yes. Yes, because we will hopefully be upgrading servers in time. Not, like, replacing yep, servers, the but, need like, r- giving it more juice. Yeah,
3: as the need arises, uh, yeah, we can inject the show me a new server with more life. And what I'd like to do, you know, someday, won't make any premature promises, but what I'm looking to do is get one of those chat rooms that integrates with forum names. Mm-hmm. So, it's not just an IRC. Yeah. Pull. I mean, I don't mind the IRC chat at all. It's a great tool we have right now, but I'd like one that integrates with the forum so it's more, it enforces that you're logged in and that you know who everyone is and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That, that no offense great. to Super and um, Moses or and all them who like to change their names. I can't remember who all does it, but <laughs> Taxo I know likes to do it too. They all change their names, a the wacky thing. I'm like, who the crap is this? Like, oh, sorry. Oh, and Zero Ranma, he likes to do it a lot. <laughs> Um, so, but yeah, shout out
2: to them. Can you mention uh, who the company is for those that are asking?
3: <laughs> yes, it's actually uh, Smile Reminder. <laughs> you just go to SmileReminder.com, you'll learn what they do. They do a lot of software for uh, for doctors, like their practices, and helps them build their patients, communicate with their patients, and that kind of stuff. We write stuff for them, but it's a it's a funny name. I've been making. Jokes about it everywhere. Mm-hmm. That whenever I tell people about smile, I'm like, smile Reminder, what's that? Like you know, when people get depressed and they forget to smile, I write software to remind them. <laughs> like, yeah, no, that's uh that's not what we do, but it's it's funny to do. I have a friend I always harass. Every time he's online, I always message him. I'm like, smile. That'll be thirty nine ninety five. He's like, dang it. <laughs> so yeah, if you just go to smilereminder.com, that, that's where I'll be working. I mean,
2: that That's amazing, though. Like, no other headline or big in this so you can top that, because it's, it's real life, guys. I mean, serious business. Uh, I hope someday in the next five, ten years to be
3: able to quit my job and say, sir, I'm going to work for Show Me Your News. They're bringing in too much money.
2: <laughs> yeah, about that. <laughs> um, someday. Okay. Yeah. In time, in time. We might do some sort of donation thing if we have to up the uh, the server, but... That'll come in time. Um, so, yeah, other headlines. We've got a couple more because you know, we're trying to keep it pretty short this week uh, because of the interview, which the interview of epicness and amazingness. Um, Nintendo's got a new trademark, and uh, Donkey Kong Country Returns come out, comes out on uh, November 21st. So, you know how people like always joked like, oh, it's on, like, Donkey Kong. Well, that's now been trademarked by Nintendo.
3: I don't know what to think of this. It's being mocked to the like to the ends of the earth. It's so funny. Like the, I've I've read articles that aren't even talking about video games at all, and they throw that in there. They're like, yeah, this new. Uh, uh, I don't know. I'm I'm just making this up. Like, oh, a new processor came out, and it's totally on like Donkey Kong, and they have a, and they make that little line of link to show why they're saying that. Mm-hmm. Like they're just using it everywhere, just just to. Just to pull on it, just to yank on it, just to say how absurd it is, because it really is the dumbest trademark filing I've ever seen in my life. But
2: <laughs> I mean, I mean, they're trying to hype up Donkey Kong Country Returns, and it's a it's a game that deserves that kind of hype. But I'm not sure if this is exactly the way to do it. Um...
3: Well, because I mean, what? What are they going to do with the trademark? Are they going to start suing people? Are they going to start, like, you know, what, what are they protecting? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's what's bizarre to me is just, we're going to trademark, it's on like Donkey Kong. Yeah, I, 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 don't okay. know
2: how, I don't know how you make money off of that. that. Like... <laughs> you said it's on like Donkey Kong, you owe me money. Hey, <laughs> up. Like, oh, my gosh. Oh, did you also hear that uh, the Super Guide is returning for Donkey Kong Country Returns? Uh, I heard about that. What is that again? Uh, the Super Guide was in uh, new Super Mario Brothers and if you died enough times and also in Galaxy oh, 2. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. If you died enough times. That guide. Yeah yeah. A, oh, yeah. Um so that's of returning course. and deservedly so because the game looks difficult and uh Yeah. Especially when I was playing it after Sonic Colors at E3 like you got to like slow down and like tackle each enemy at a time and you only have like two hits and you're dead.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> so it's it's kind of like Mario in a sense, but you yeah, know that's how Donkey Kong Country was. So bring it back, y'all. Um,
3: but they st- they still have the, you know, you have Donkey and Diddy, right? And yeah, you yeah. Get two hits right. as long as you have the two. You can you can get the other the other Kong back if you get to the barrel. Right. Like I think that's pretty fair. I mean, from what I remember of the old Donkey Kong games, that was doable. It is hard though. It is a really hard series. Mm-hmm.
2: But yeah, for those who are like just getting into them, um, you know the super guide is a nice addition back into that. Um, the other headline we've got is uh this story, and we uh, we like to end our you know last headlines with like a kind of a a silly one. The uh the Spanish suburb of Zaragoza is uh is giving uh some gaming street cred quite literally. Um, they are planning, and you know, there was a, little, a Mario uh, dress-up person. Like, actually, wow, that's a pretty impressive one with like the the head and and everything. Uh, he was there for the christening of Avenida de Super Mario Bros. Brothers. <laughs> so, Super Mario Brothers Avenue. They are naming streets after video games. Um, According to this article, the Spanish suburb also has plans for streets named after Space Invaders, Sonic, and Zelda.
3: I I want to go live on a Zelda street so badly.
2: Zelda way, or Zelda court. Um, I would
3: live on like 777 uh, Triforce of Power way or something.
2: (laughs) This is kind of cool, but at the same time... uh, I mean, I'd like to say it's cool because, you know, video games and culture and all that, but, like, do video games have to become, like, this part of culture? Like, this yeah. like kind of integration? <laughs> like, I I don't know what I feel about it.
3: Yeah, no, I'm kind of the same way. It does make you kind of wonder uh, if <laughs> if it's really the best... Way to represent games, but at the same time, it's just you know, it's no big deal. Because I mean, already they name streets after everything imaginable, right? You know, famous artists, uh, all the way to like, like nameless objects and and jokes and everything, and people. Oh, and and the, and they even do a uh, you know companies if they're big enough, they will get their own street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I know uh, in uh, in Utah, IKEA, the big store IKEA, has its own street, IKEA oh, really? Way. It's like Oh, that'd be cool if you're big enough to have your own street name. Yeah, we finally got but, an IKEA here
2: like a few years ago. When I was started, like when I was starting college, actually, that was when an IKEA came oh, here yeah. finally. I, I um, would, totally... I would
3: totally be down with living on a, a Zelda Street, though. Like it's, it's weird, but I think it's totally mm-hmm. cool too. So, <laughs>
2: yeah. I don't know. I, I kind of want to live on Elite Four Boulevard. <laughs> that, that'd be pretty cool. Or uh...
3: I would live on Objection Way. Yes or something if okay. there was one <laughs> objection
2: yes and KD objects as well um right
3: right off of gotcha avenue
2: yeah and uh um,
3: <laughs> eureka
1: oh <No> call <laughs> um
2: let's see so out recently is, is Call of Duty Black Ops um I personally did not uh get Call of Duty Black Ops I'm like I, I enjoyed Modern Warfare too. Like I don't play it religiously, so Call of Duty, Black Ops is I don't know more of the same thing. It's you know, especially working at Toys R Us, like people buy it like crazy. Sometimes you know for yep. the, for the wrong customers, um, but it's it's selling like I think it had like maybe like three hundred sixty million dollars in its first day. Nice. That's a lot of money. Um but when you're following up, you know, the biggest entertainment launch of all time it might as well be. Um so like some of the differences are um you can customize your character uh during it you know for the loadout. Um when you do sort of achievements, you earn credits in the game which you can then buy uh different uh, abilities and customizations uh which is different from Modern Warfare 2 where when you do those kind of achievements, like, everything gains you experience and you level up, and then that unlocks uh, certain abilities. Um, so that's kind of a different mode. Um, one of my friends at work is, you know, hates Black Ops. Like, he was kind of, like, pressured into getting it, and, like, he knew, he said, like, it, he wasn't going to like it because he's a, he's a big Modern Warfare 2 player, and he's like, oh, you know, I didn't want to get but then I was forced into all my friends, and now I'm, like, I'm really regretting the decision, like... He he has a Ouch. lot of he had a lot of problems with like some of the the knife play and he says like when you throw a grenade down at your feet and it explodes you don't die which is that's kind of strange like you you totally strange um, like even in Borderlands you can do that to yourself <laughs> yeah yeah or as I've learned a rocket launcher right up against a wall yeah that, that'll <laughs> that kill you pretty good um <laughs> but yeah I mean things like that oh there's also the one cool thing I wanted to mention is that they got the Easter egg where um, you can play like an emulated version of Zork, the original uh you know, text based adventure for PC. Yeah. They have an Easter egg for that in the main menu. That's that's kinda cool. Not not gonna lie. I like Easter eggs like that. whole- wholly embedded games in other
3: games mm-hmm. is always tracks me up. Yeah. So
2: But not like in Brawl where they had like the uh the little masterpieces preview demos. Yes. Yeah. Gosh. That was silly. That made me so mad. Honestly, like o- a game in there. For Ocarina of Time, it was like when you, when you become big again or whatever. Like you're you're big now. And then you do that part. Like you you watch that cutscene. Then you go to, the uh, you go to the graveyard. You do the hook shot with Dompei, and then you're done. <laughs> That's your five Thank minutes. You. It was silly. It's so dumb. Oh, well, it's
3: funny. But I I like I like what you mentioned about how, you know, someone being peer pressured into buying the game, because that's exactly kind of how I am right now with uh, StarCraft Two. Mm-hmm. I haven't bought it yet, and I'm, I am I sort of made my decision not to a while back just because of all the things I did to it that I don't like. But I turn around, and I have so many people that are like, why don't you have StarCraft Two? You buy it right now so you can play with me. And I'm like, ah!
2: So you're saying <laughs> um, I should do that more maybe. to you with Pokemon, right? <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but uh,
3: maybe... Maybe when my new job starts, I'll you know, I'll go pick it up. I don't know. There you go. Because part you're... of me doesn't want to... Su- I don't want to support Blizzard with my money, but at the same time, it's just like,
2: I, I don't know. I want to play with people, my friends. I want to play it, so we'll see if I crack. That is, you know, if you also have time, you know, once once school's over and with job and all that. Oh, Working the 9 to 5 alone, or whatever. That alone
3: is its own reward. I mean, even if I was working, you know, a, a really... A low-paying job. Just, just the not having homework is enough for me. Yeah. Knowing that I can come home from work and my time is my time, that's a reward in itself. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, I hate homework so much. Oh, don't we all?
3: <laughs> anyway, moving on.
2: <laughs> um, so the big end this week, we have like a, a big, you know, topic that we like to discuss um, more or less heavily, is uh, Microsoft mm-hmm. Connect came out ten days ago um huh? you know we we interviewed LK and Curb <laughs> earlier and they said that uh you know th- they they really are, are pretty against it and they're they don't really see the point especially for $150 well you know i bought one but honestly it was only because and I, i'll give you i'll give you the reasons why i bought a, a microsoft connect because because you know listeners of the show know that i was pretty much the same way i said like it's it's cool technology i don't see you know with the games um, you know yeah. like why it's worth a purchase blah 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 working at Toys R Us and seeing and being there for the opening you know day with the all the people who had pre-ordered it and had no other connects for uh, all those who wanted one and didn't pre-order it and then you had didn't have any for like the longest day and suddenly I, I came in one day I look in the room and there's like eight of them and I'm like hmm. oh um, this is going to be like the big item this holiday uh, and there's like there's eight of them, and I have a podcast. I might want to have like kind of an opinion on you know this, um. And I do get a discount, and I could go halvesies <coughs> with uh, my brother. So I texted him. It's like you want to go halves on a on a connect, and it, it kind of went from there. So got to connect, and then the next day, like you need another game besides Connect <coughs> Adventures because Connect Adventures. Even after trying it it is still pretty meh to poor. Um, did you buy the raft? I did not buy the raft. Well then you haven't experienced it as it was intended. You yeah, shortchanged. You're yourself. right. I have not fully experienced <laughs> I have not fully experienced one of the five mini games. <laughs> um but, I still love that raft yeah, so much. Oh my goodness. Amazing. Um so then I went and bought uh I bought Connect Sports because I want to see like how it measures up to Wii Sports and Wii Sports Resort. Um, Connect Adventures, the the mini game. There's a couple that are interesting. Um, they're also like the repetitive one. Like the the rally ball is still the best one. The one that they always demoed. Um, let's see, like they demoed with you know you hit the ball and it goes down the hall and you got to break the boxes and hit the targets and all that. It was like one of the main ones they first demoed for Connect. That that one is probably the best one they have. Uh they have a like a po- uh, space flying and you pop the bubbles. You have to like flap your arms and move around and it's it's you pop bubbles with your body. It's it's kind of interesting. Then you also plug leaks which gets old pretty quickly. Um the uh, uh let's see the like a obstacle course that's probably the next best one aside from uh the rally ball. And then there's the raft one. Like the, the raft one was one of the ones I played at uh at E3 and It still hasn't grown on me, so... And then (laughs) you can do free play with those, and there's apparently, like, an adventure mode where you get, you know, um... Well, you get, like, moving statues. One of the cool things is, like, it takes pictures, uh, so you get to see how stupid you look at the end of, uh, your your playtime for, like, that level. That's kind of interesting. Um, but, like, overall, it's just... It's meh. Uh, and then Connect Sports. Um and I I tweeted this out and it's gonna sound like sacrilege I'm not saying it's a better game but I had more fun playing it than I did with Wii Sports Resort and I loved Wii Sports Resort. Um, Let's see if I can try to think of the six games that it has Uh, You got boxing, bowling, track, soccer volleyball and table tennis. Um, So you got some new games uh, compared to Wii Sports Resort the uh the one to one is is an you like, kind of notice the lag a little bit, but like if you actually like really get into it, it's pretty negligible, so that's a good thing um it i it just helps the sense of immersion i think because um, 'cause you're not holding like that remote in your hand, which i'm not gonna say it's a disconnect but uh once you don't have it there. It's definitely noticeable, and it helps with the immersion, um, especially with volleyball, because they did vo- really nice job with volleyball. Bowling is actually more accurate to my real life score, which is around one, <laughs> like 120, 130 is you know a pretty good average for me. Um, so that that was surprisingly accurate. Soccer is kind of stupid in how they implemented it, but you know it's it's reasonable. Um, table tennis, you got to make sure to play with an open palm. Otherwise, because like I started oh, with, like cool. I started with like a fist, and that was like really clenching up my arm as I was like swinging back and forth. Make sure it's with the palm. In it and that was that was really well done. Um, boxing is also better than Wii Sports because you know in the original Wii Sports you can always just like hammer and you know you know punch 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 punch, punch and you don't get punished for it. Um, in this, it's you know they they track it pretty nicely and uh, they have a sort of a system where if you guard and like block punches, you like build up a meter of three. And then the next punch will be powered up um to to kind of compensate yeah <laughs> it's it's pretty cool um and then what else the track okay I'm not a fan of running to begin with, and running in place is kind of silly um they have like a sprint. They have a javelin and when you're, honestly, like, they have the javelin and you're, you're extending your right arm completely out and you're running in place just before you throw the javelin. Like, Tell me a moment when it looks stupider than like one arm fully extended and you're running in place. It's, oh my goodness. And then they do discus and long jump and hurdles. So like, I guess it's fun if you don't mind running in place. And you gotta get your knees high up if you're gonna actually run fast. Um I was going to say there are no like loopholes where you can
3: like just like hop off the ground a little bit and it'll go faster than humanly possible or anything.
2: No, not really unfortunately. Um but yeah, they're they're executed really well and probably the best part of the game is uh how it it compiles video highlights of certain parts of the match and you know plays it on a loop uh after the the game is over for you know the sport. So, you know, if if certain things happen like you know, we're gonna talk about all the different accidents that, you know, happened with because there's some interesting video compilations. Sword Hunter and I were playing soccer, my brother, and you know, one of I was wearing slippers at the time. So one of the uh one of the first things that uh you know you do is you gotta kick. And it wasn't like my first kick, it was like one of my couple after that. But I I kick and my slipper flings off and hits the ceiling. We have, like, a little uh, mantle by our doorway in the room mm-hmm. that we, you know, have six to eight feet to play or whatever because it's yeah. not a dorm room. Yeah. And it just flies up, and it it lands on the top of the mantle, which is right by the ceiling. And, like, I'm going, like, oh, shit. And, you know, <laughs> you know Sordy's, like, he's the goalie at this point because it was a shot on net. So he's, like, kind of, like, dive to, like, stop the ball. <laughs> And like, but yeah, you can just see like my shoe as it it was caught in the highlights at the end. You can just see like my shoe fling, and so I made a gif out of it. I can probably post it in the show notes because it's amusing. Yeah, I saw that on the the Facebook. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so other accidents that have been happening. um, People have been breaking um, ceiling lights because they jump and serve for volleyball. They've been (laughs) smacking their kids in the back of the head. Um, or elbowing their girlfriends in the face. Oh God. Um, I mean, when people get up and move, even if they don't have any controllers. Yeah, they're not breaking TVs. Oh no, wait. Someone did break a TV. Someone like actually went on the internet and you know posted like, I am the first person to break their TV from Kinect. And they were doing a, a volleyball serve. They hit their uh the the metal string that like dangles from their light with a little uh. The little, you know, what a ball that hangs from it. They hit that, that disconnected, and that was what flew off to and broke his TV. TV. He's like, I'm the first moron to to break his TV with Kinect.
3: Oh man. See, part of me wants to say that this is just like the Wii, and there'll be a big, (coughs) uh, a big flood of like injuries and problems, and then it'll subside like the Wii. Mm -hmm. But then I thought about it. I was like, there is kind of one big fundamental difference, and that is. Everyone learned, like you know, how much power the Wii really registers, and everyone got lazy and just sat on the couch. And then you can play tennis just by flicking your wrist. You know, you can be really kind of silly about how you play. You mm-hmm. can do the same thing in golf and other games, whereas in Connect, you can't really get away with that as much. So part of me actually just thinks maybe these accidents will continue because you do really kind of need your whole body
2: <laughs> for the games, unless someone com- finds a similar type of exploit. One of the best ones that I saw out of like all the different ones was, uh, this guy who was like, he was this middle-aged guy and he's, he's reviewing Sonic Free Riders, which Sonic Free Riders. Okay. I was, cause when I was buying so- uh connect sports, like we had like a buy one, get one 50% off connect games. And I was looking at like, all the games. I'm like, I don't see like a positive thing about all these games. Like all, some of these games are just so bad. Um, I kid you not, there's, like, another racing game like Sonic Free Riders. It's called Adrenaline Misfits, and I just I mentioned this during the interview. Like, it's missing the E. It's, like, all these, like, wolf and fox kind of creatures, and, like, they look, like, rad. They don't look, like, you know, cute and cuddly or whatever. Like, they're, like, rad, and it's, like, trying to be, like, Sonic Free Riders, but I don't even know who made the game. And, you know, you got, like, I don't care about your shape fitness... Dance Central is definitely the most polished game, but I'm not going to see myself throwing down that money to to dance. Um, and they've got another sports game that you know doesn't really use the avatars. You know, Rare did, did a nice job with this one, even though they should be making Banjo. Um, and then what was the other one? Like Sonic Free Riders is probably going to be a rent for me, but not a buy. Um, so like I was saying, this guy was you know middle aged and he's playing Sonic Free Riders, and like you have to do all these different moves. Like, with Sonic Free Riders, and, like, one of them, like, he, like, tried to do, like, a 360 in the air, and, like, he ended up, like, doing, like, a 180, but, like, kind of lost his balance and, like, crashed into, like, a nearby table or whatever. Oh, man, it was funny. (laughs) He, like, (laughs) injured himself by trying to, like, do a 360 in the air and just, like... (laughs) um, But, yeah, like it when you when you get off the couch and you and you don't have wired controllers um problems ensue that is the human race after all <laughs> natural selection mhm
3: all, all the problematic ones will die off so <laughs> yeah.
2: so people are asking like it, buy a connect yes or no don't buy a connect for $150 I'm just I would gonna... say at least not yet. If you had fun
3: with some games, maybe better games would come out. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, definitely wait, uh, wait for better games. For I, sure. I do want to see that uh, that Star Wars one that comes out next year. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been in, I've always been a big Star Wars buff, and to me, it'd be kind of cool to like reach your hand out and use the Force directly or whatever. It's got to be marketed we'll better see. than That's, that one. Yeah. Right
2: it's got to be marketed better than that one guy at the uh, the Kinect debut. Where like he, there was like an actor like pretending he was like playing the game, and like the desync between what he was doing and what was on the screen was so bad that you can tell <laughs> told he was acting. But uh, yeah, that that one looks cool. Um, but yeah, for a hundred fifty dollars, like again, like the only reason monetarily that I actually put mine down was I had a job where I knew the supply and demand, and I had a podcast, and I was going to be paying for half of it like i i I, I think that's a pretty overall. i think that's a pretty fair decision and, but if i was how much
3: do- is a uh, move again <coughs> excuse me oh, yeah. <laughs> how much is move again <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Go on. laughs> um uh,
2: a move a move bundle with a uh, one move controller not a sub controller the i and a uh, sports champions or ipads that's 99.99
3: oh it's cheaper than the connect okay i mean i guess i guess that kind of makes sense since you don't have to buy Extra controllers for Connect, but still, I thought it'd be more expensive. But
2: yeah, no, I mean, when you have to for, if you have to get multiple controllers for Move, yeah, it's definitely more expensive. But they actually have like a, yeah, a three hundred twenty gig model now with the Move bundle in it for four hundred dollars. Not a bad deal if you are oh, trying wow. to start out for PS three. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, like if but if I was buying the full one fifty for Connect, like that would have been you know a questionable decision. I mean, the fact that I worked at the store and did the discount, and I like knew about like what the supply was, and I had access to it, and I was paying half uh, because I was splitting with my brother. Yeah, like that's that's a fair decision. And but if you if you are just buying it on your own, I would definitely say wait, wait for other games. I mean, it, unless like you got a friend that you can like mooch off the experience from, by all means go for it and like. Hang out with that friend more, but uh. If you're but hey, your you're own,
3: set up. You're set up for some awesome dates,
2: man. Yeah. Oh my. I just got girls dig. I just got a bad thought in my head. I just got a bad thought, and like I've been reading on like internet <laughs> forums. No, it's it's just not right for the show. I, I apologize. i I'm, I'm not even gonna say it. And, and I was gonna it. say
3: you'd be surprised how well motion control captures people's hearts. Cause like back when the Wii was relatively new. I remember we were like all hanging out and we were playing these game, these just you know normal group games. And out of the blue, we kind of ran out of things to do. And someone's like, what do, do now? "What do you guys want to do?" And I was like, "Well, let's go bowling." And like, oh, I really don't really want to go bowling. I don't want to spend money. And I was like, "Well, I have a Wii. We could do Wii bowling." Mm-hmm. And at, it was funny because like like half of them were like, "No, I think I'm just gonna head home. I don't feel like playing you know, Wii games or whatever." But I brought it over, and none of them left. And we had a massive like bowling tournament it was so funny yeah. like, people just like motion control they can just get into it, it's not very complicated and it's just so funny and I'd, I'd be interested to see people do that with Kinect <laughs> I, I so. mean, I,
2: I just told them I told the people in the chat on uh, the live stream chat like, in, in, a, in a PC way and they're, of course they're LMFAOing uh, and all that I'll just, I'll just put it this way the Japanese will make it happen They'll make my idea happen. And and it's not my okay, I not it's not my idea. My the the thought that popped in my head. Not my idea. I did not <laughs> come <laughs> up with this. Oh God. What have I done? Um <laughs> and on that note probably we've run out of things to talk about. Um we're probably looking at a a two hour show with the interview and all. So this is if this is your first episode of Show Me Your News, uh Check us out on showmenews.com. We have the forums there and all the podcast episodes. Yes, we have 74 podcast episodes dating back to July of 2007. We are on iTunes. So you can subscribe and check out the there. IRC. Yeah, IRC. Yeah. Fill up that
3: IRC. Yeah, everyone start talking to each other.
2: Yeah, IRC chat on the Show Me News forums. Um, we like to think we're pretty cool, and hopefully you do too. Um, any other thoughts before we go, Buzz?
3: Uh, nope, that should be it.
2: <laughs> you gotta probably power down, Frankenstein. Anyway, um, good luck on your move. Um, I know
3: Frankenstein's had a long day. R- really, Thank best you. of luck on your
2: move. Um, you said you might not be available next week. If if you can't, you're settling in. Totally understandable. Um, I'll miss you, <laughs> but we'll, 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 be chat- we'll be chatting about <laughs> okay. that. I will return in full force
3: once uh, this semester's over. Excellent. No with, more
2: homework ever. Yay! With powered with, up with internet. With and internet and yeah. uh, lots
3: of game streams. Yeah, game streams. I'm gonna join the streaming brigade.
2: Mm-hmm. Excellent. Um, so, with that, I am Yoko. And I'm the buzz And we are out. Thanks. <laughs> So, so, who do you guys want to be playable in
0: Super Smash Brothers Class for the Nintendo Wii 2 in like 2013?
2: Ridley, oh my god, because he was oh in the god, clouds.
1: Ridley, Ridley is too big. Here's a card. On <laughs> the Yahtzee from Zero Punctuation, except he has to move all two D. <laughs>
0: Yes. Absolutely. Dude, I want to work with Yahtzee for something someday.
1: Dude, Yahtzee's awesome. I know they were trying to get him for YomaCon this year. but Were they really? They really, Yeah, they Damn. were.
0: Awesome. I was upset that none of the That Guy with the Glasses people came this year.
2: That I was a looked. diss, yeah. That was unfortunate. Yeah.
1: I think they were trying to at one point. Like, I thought that both Winkar and Spoonie were booked at one point, but... I might, that, go, that I might be going hurt. as
2: a guest next year, or
0: so... Mm, that, that'd, that'd be cool. awesome,
2: man. Yeah. Like, what happened? To all like the voice actors too. Like, Kyle wasn't there. Um, what Wayne Grayson? Then they had Lord Lord Bailey last year. Travis Wooling. Wayne had, had
0: something Wayne, or other Wayne, that. Wayne we Grayson could... Wayne Grayson couldn't go because he just had a kid.
2: Oh, that's ah. pretty big.
0: Yeah, and that's kind of important. Yeah, so. just a bit. He He, wanted wanted to go. Go. Yeah. he did still want <laughs> to go, but unfortunately, he just didn't have the time. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's
2: how the baby cries.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wah! Wah! (laughs) This is how Dan Green's baby cries! Wah! (laughs)